Happy New Year and welcome to a special 2022 retrospective episode 24 of Ah My Optics, a podcast where two adult men discuss, overanalyze and generally take a toy and media franchise originally intended for kids a little too seriously. I am your fully paid up member of the Guardian reading, tofu eating, wokarati and co-host Orion Gear, and with me in actual real life is my liberal elite podcaster taxied down from his North London townhouse co-host, Virtual Dave. Dave, it's good to see you. Thanks for coming down. Hello, hello. Yes, great (laughs) to be back. It's great to have you in the flesh. So, full disclosure, guys, we're recording this early December 2022, but you listeners won't be hearing it until the distant future of 2023. Reason being, we're going to run down our favourite things of 2022. The surprises, the disappointments, hopes and dreams for 2023, but maybe, more importantly, our personal top 10 toys of 2022. Welcome to the second annual Arg My Optics Top of the Bots! (laughs) But, as I said, here in the Arg My Optics Actual studio, not virtual studio. <laughs> it's Christmas, so happy Christmas, Dave. Merry Would you like a present? Merry Christmas, yes. <laughs> hey. Who says no to presents? Well, so I've got a few things. With a few things, yes. Uh, uh, here's your, here's your first present. There we go. Happy Christmas. Oh wow! Thank you. Uh, I've uh, wrapped this up in a. In an old comic book bag. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Playmobil Ghostbusters four pack. <laughs> yeah. You haven't got them already, have you? I do not. See, my problem here is that Dave buys so many toys that buying him toys is is virtually impossible. Playmobil's a good shout. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I thought Ghostbusters, I thought, yeah. That's something you've not got. And I've heard that playing Bill Ghostbusters stuff is actually really good. Oh gosh, yes. They're, all their cars. Oh my goodness, they look great. And didn't you like the Star Trek? Oh, the great. Star Trek thing's amazing. The, uh, yeah, the, the Enterprise. Yeah, that looks fantastic. It's just a bit too pricey for me. And it's a whole nother thing to collect. Well, here's your present. Oh, thank you. It looks record-shaped, but not necessarily a record. So, yes, yeah, very nice... Uh, Wrapping paper, proper Christmas wrapping paper. Do try, do try. A little bit. I think you've gone a, been a bit overzealous with the tape here, mate. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let it be said that I'm not very good at wrapping, so I'm overcompensate. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> word. Wonderful. So, when I pulled this out, uh, <laughs> listeners, I just saw the back of this record, and it, it's... um. It's the single, the Bobby Brown single from Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters theme continuing here. The Ghostbusters 2, Bobby Brown, on her own. Single, which is great. I like it. But the main event... (laughs) (laughs) The main event is that Dave has very, very kindly got me the Transformers movie soundtrack on vinyl, which is actually something I have been wanting to get at some point. The record shop down the road from us had, like, a copy of, like, the original copy of it or mm. something up in the window for a while and I was thinking I might pop in and see how much it is I bet it was really expensive and then by the time I did it it had gone mm-hmm. so thank you very much hey listeners it's not just me 
Orion buys a lot of records, so picking one for him was very hard. So I thought these are the only two he probably doesn't have in his collection. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah there's no chance he'll have these in my collection. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, thank you very much. Very thoughtful. So, getting back to the podcast, do you remember last year's podcast? I do indeed. Good. <laughs> and what you said, and what was on your list, for example? I remember on my list, that's a good question. Um, I remember the, the top three. Right, because you made a few different lists, didn't you? Like, I did. Yeah, um, confused, very confusing as always. In, in highlight of that, just want to let listeners to know, <laughs> there will not be an alternate list to what I'm making today. This is the list. Mm. So on Instagram, you will see this as the list. However, I am going to add a new list this year, which I'm very excited about. Uh, would, you, would you like to keep it a secret or are you going to uh, reveal what this list is? It's a top 10 Nendoroid list. Oh, wow. I can definitely ignore that. There <laughs> <laughs> so you go, listeners. Here in a half hour. God, the idea that, the idea that you, you've bought enough Nendoroids to make a top 10 list is just insane. So, in that case, I will do a little bit of admin here and I'll remind everybody of our lists from 2021. Dave, you had. This is in reverse order, so we can play the uh, we can play the top of the pop music. At ten, Retgar from the Studio Studio Eighty Six line. At number nine, Zombie Cat of Zombie Captain America from Marvel Legends. At number eight, Plasma Series Ghostbusters. No particular one, but you <laughs> did but you did bring in Peter. Yes. At number seven, New Age Galvatron, the one that comes inside a golf ball. Um, at number six, Marvel Legends Thanos. At number five, that VR Trooper from what company was it? Evolution Toy. Yeah, that what that guy. And then at number four, Studio Series Hot Rod. And then your top three. Number three was nuts. <laughs> at number three. McFarlane Green Lantern, John Stewart Green Lantern, which was a baffling choice to say the least. But apparently you wanted to put Super Saiyan 3, Goku, there. But you couldn't because it wasn't out or something. It should have been with me that week. Right, okay. At number two, uh, Mafex Gambit. And at number one, the Fuikui Kanti Robots, which really didn't qualify for the list, but we let you off. There were reissues, but it was fine. Like I said, we let you off. It was fine. They were nice toys. My list at number 10, New Age Ultra Magnus. At number 9, Flame Toys Primal, which is still for sale if anybody wants it. <laughs> really nice figure, really overpriced figure, and funnily enough, really difficult to sell. No, no, there isn't a KO coming out. Don't buy that. So, at number eight, uh, Transform, or sorry, Transarts Ravage from Beast Wars, uh, Metals Ravage. I will actually run down how many of these I've sold, uh, because there's quite a few. Um, at number seven, Mastermind Creations Chrome Dome Rewind, because it's a two-pack, so that's fair. At number six, New Age Galvatron and Shraxus. I had three Galvatrons. I cheated in a way. I just put three in. They're all the same mould. It's a great mould. <laughs> At number five, Flame Toys uh, Feral Model Rodimus. At number four, again, a shared between the 
official MP and the deformation space Starscream. At number three, my third, the third spot, Sentinel Miles Morales from Spider-Verse. At number two, Mastermind Creations Wrong uh, from the IDW Comics. And at number one, Masterpiece Reboost, who is yet my favourite figure of 2021, and I stand by that. But I will mention that um, I've sold... Uh, let's just look. Uh, I'm trying to sell Flame Toys Primal. I've sold Transarts Ravage. I've sold m- both the MP and Deformation Space Star Screams. And I've sold Sentinel Mars Morales this year. Wow. Two of those are right in my top four. <laughs> so this is how fickle I am, guys. So anyway, that covered. Dave, how's your collecting changed since last year? Not as much as I would have hoped, and less than I actually planned. I think you might have gone in the wrong direction. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've definitely bought less Nendoroids this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, realistically, I think my change this year has been there's been a slight shift between mainline figures and import slash high-end figures. Like, I've definitely been dabbling more in stuff a bit higher end this year. Um, I haven't been buying as many £20, well, nothing's £20 anymore, £25 figures anymore and experiment some of the higher end stuff. Yeah, although you've been buying those too. Oh, yeah, but not as much. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I look at your Instagram and I just think, is there anything he hasn't bought this year? (laughs) That's That's a podcast episode on itself. So, so I remind you. I'll remind you of what you said were your plans for twenty twenty two last year, which were you've been collecting a lot more with a greater variety in twenty twenty one, and you blame delays due to the pandemic and tr- and being mm. too trigger happy, and I think you were kind of saying you might calm that down, but I don't know if you have. Uh, not for any fault of my own. I think this year it's it's been the opposite for the stuff coming, stuff that was meant to be pre orders for later in the year or even next year has all kind of just hit at once like <laughs> something's happened in the last couple of quarters it's just been mm. stuff that was not meant to come now has all just all of a sudden started. maybe that is pandemic related though maybe that stuff's maybe the factories are back up to get well getting back up to kind of speed and then all this stuff's just going to hitting I don't I mean, know Mafex is almost back up to date well not come on al- almost like, no <laughs> don't be silly <laughs> They're not like wherever they were last year, like fifty figures behind. It's, I suppose that's true, but they've still got stuff that's kind of they've got kind of revealed quite a while ago. They're still not out. Well, I mean, they're not helping us get revealed something every month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two usually. Two. All right. Well, um, for me, I bought a bit more, but I've sold a bit more. I definitely bought more figures this year. I think mostly due to getting back into GI Joe Classified because. Oh. That would, that well, I mean, I, I've already, I think I've already mentioned it here and there, but I have got back into GHO Classified, and obviously you buy those on mass a bit more, because it's more kind of troop building and so on. But um, yeah, I've sold quite a lot. I have this kind of uh, ethos of if I haven't got space for it on the shelves, then I need to make space. Mm-hmm. So I've sold all my post season one third-party MP Beast Wars stuff, so all the Transart stuff that I had. Got rid of over 50% of my G1 MPs, and I've pretty much of the opinion that I don't want to buy any more G1 MPs, especially with the way that whole 
that whole thing is going in that tune direction which does not interest me mm -hmm. I quit and sold all my Spider-Verse figures because I felt like it's just been too long since I saw that movie I'm not that bothered about it it's, it was exciting at the time it's not exciting me anymore and then there was the rather disappointing Sentinel SPDR figure which Dave brought along to show me and Christ almighty it's oh, it's it's uh, God, it's so cheap feeling yeah. I remember when I got it mm. and I told you yeah, you're not going to like this. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd already sold all my... Because it took so long to come out. And then when it did... We first saw, like, the early images of it. I was like, oh, actually, this is... The scale's all wrong. Mm. So I'd already decided that when it arrived, I was going to sell it. But, you know, you, yeah, you said you're not going to like this. And I'm like, well, I didn't think I was. But, <laughs> you know, this only this just really reinforces it. And I don't. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm glad I never opened it. it literally, guys... Let's say I got it on the Friday, I'd sold it by the Sunday. <laughs> so yeah, I did that. And like I say, I got back into Classified, which is both a blessing and a curse, um, which we'll get into later. So what did I, what did I say I was going to do in 2022 was, um, well, I was hoping to reduce how much I was buying and I haven't. I bought more, but again, I sold stuff. Less speculative buying, like feeding that itch, mm. which I think I've done well on, to be honest. I don't have... I don't have another Flame Toys Optimus Primal sitting in a box waiting to be sold. Mm. I did kind of have some stuff that was like that, but that was early in the year. It's kind of hangover from last year. And, uh, and I wanted to settle on a couple of collecting things, which I think I've pretty much done, but I've always done that. My right, enough messing about. Let's get down to it. The rules are the same as last year. The toys have to have been released in 2022. Pay special attention, Dave. I know you don't like to follow rules. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have owned it or have had extensive experience of it. It can't be a reissue or a KO of a pre-2022 figure, unless it's substantially different to the original. And within reason, no repeats of the same mould. But we we play very fast and loose with that rule. Oh, yeah, when it's him. Yeah, when it's me. No, we both do. <laughs> Okay, no. Alright, maybe I do more than you. <laughs> right, so let's rock it through the first seven and spend a bit longer on the top three. Oh shit! But before that, last year we did predictions for each other's um, top ten. Now, I didn't want to do this. I said to Dave last night, I've, I've taken the predictions out of the running order because, like I said before, you've bought so much stuff, it's, it's impossible. <laughs> impossible for me to guess. But Dave insists that we do do this. So... What I've decided we're going to do is I've got a lovely generic off-brand brightly coloured adhesive note square here <laughs> and we're going to jot down our uh, predictions for each other's top three and affix them to each other's foreheads. <laughs> okay. And we will not remove them until the countdown is finished. How's that sound? It's a bit like the cigarette paper game. Do you know the game I'm talking about? I think I do, yes. Are you right, like a famous person yeah, and yeah. stick on someone's head and they've got to guess who they are? I've just never played it with cigarette paper. But yeah. Uh... Well, that's usually what's available <laughs> at the parties I'm at. Okay. Right, so... You write down your predictions on there mm -hmm. and I'll write down mine on here. Uh, talk amongst yourselves, listeners, while we scribble this down. Um, how, how, are you having a nice Christmas, guys? Uh, or did you have a nice Christmas? Good New Year's party?
you go. Thank you. I can see uh, Dave's having some uh, deep in thought while he uh, jots down. Mm. It really shouldn't be too difficult, considering I have probably only bought about 40 figures this year. Whereas I imagine Dave has bought 40,000 figures this year. <laughs> oh, I don't like doing the numbers. <laughs> Great. Right, now with our post-it notes affixed to our heads, <laughs> let's continue. So yeah, like I said, let's rock it through the first seven and spend a bit longer on the top three. Not too long mind. I want to get down the pub. Dave, what was your 10th favourite toy of 2022? Well, my 10th favourite toy... Diamond Select. Immortal Hulk. Whoa, and he's just fallen over. Well, that's gigantic. <laughs> yes, it's Hulk, all right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very nice, Dave. Uh, tell us why you chose this. Um, like I said, he's massive. He's wearing the Marvel Legends 8th Anniversary shirt. He's nicked. Um, he's what I envision when I think of the Hulk. It's a massive hulking monster. I thought the Marvel Legends was a bit small. So I think he scales well with your standard guys. I think if, if you what you want is an absolutely ginormous Hulk, then yes. <laughs> yeah. Especially for the price, because I mean, this is... Um, I got this for like £25, and mm. that's how much the standard Marvel Legend costs. <laughs> Is that new? As in £25 new, or did you buy it like a... Yeah, new. New, new. Alright, so that is what it costs, new. Mm. Well, that's not bad value, is it, for, for what you're getting? And it also has an extra face, so you can make him the robot Hulk. Okay. From. I don't even know what that's from, and I, I'm, the, I'm the comics expert here. No, he's very nice. So this this shirt thing that isn't from him. No, no, no. Okay, but it fits over him nicely. Yeah, that's a bit of a Lou Ferrigno look to it. Mhm. Very nice. Yeah. No, he's cool. It's very um, it's very Diamond Selects, isn't it? Like it's got that kind of like big chunky. Yeah, and, and and it feel, <laughs> and it the plastic feels kind of. I don't know, it's, got a, it's a strange type of plastic. It's, Do you know what I mean? It's different. I, I, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. It's not rubbery, but it's... I don't know, there's something funny about it. It's all Diamond Select figures feel like that. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, no, I, I used to have a... For a while I had a Diamond Select's uh, um, Deadpool. It felt very much the same. But, yeah. It does normally stand up. I don't know why. This is this table is a little bit wonky sometimes. So I wouldn't bl- I wouldn't blame the toy. No, very, very nice. All right, well, like I said, I'm going to get through this nice and quick, so I'm going to give you my number 10. My number 10 is invisible because I've sold it. My number 10 <laughs> is 3-0 MDLX Bumblebee. Oh, okay. Now, like I say, I've sold this toy, but I did like it. I just decided it just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. But I give it Massive points for, in a world of endless nostalgia and show accuracy, 3-0 going against the grain and doing something different. It's it's not beholden to anything. It's their own designs. I think they need props for that. Mm. And it's a very a very pretty, very very well, nicely painted, small, but reasonably priced for what it is. Great deco, great articulation, but just ultimately not really my thing. It does. It, it is great. I mean, after you got it, it it's won me mm-hmm. into getting it. Funny thing is, though, I said to you, 
I'll probably end up selling it. You did. And but then you'd already pre-ordered it I, or ordered it or something. I and think then you... it was the day you were like, yeah, I'm selling it. I was like, I literally just bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a while to sell as well, but yeah, he's gone now. Yeah, I, it's a good choice. Well, in that case, let's move on. What's your number nine? Now, this is where this might be considered cheating. <laughs> number nine is the Hasbro Power Rangers crossover with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I'm just going to say the entire line they're all great I'll allow it yeah I, you did say actually last on last year's podcast that you were looking forward to these or something I, I was and they they oh. did not disappoint I mean yeah <laughs> um, I'm not a Power Rangers guy as as we all know but yeah they seem like very nice figures it's, well this is the thing this, unlike a lot of the other crossovers that Hasbro has done recently this is actually based on something in the comics that happened Um, (laughs) it's not their designs is what I mean like this is something that Boom Studios made already right and then Hasbro's have turned them into figures and I think it's a great combination of the two Mm -hmm. it really highlights the figures from Power Rangers becoming a giant turtle okay is that what they do? Uh, no the turtles get their morphers and they, they become Power Rangers and then the Power Rangers become ninjas more so. <laughs> so, what's the giant turtle? Oh, their their Megazord becomes like a, oh, right. <laughs> a giant turtle. Okay, I can't get these to stand up at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, apart from the fact that they can't stand up, I'm giving up, guys. These turtles don't stand up. They won't stand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you love them. Well, I mean, they do, but I assume on my figures won't stand up today. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they're nice. They're, they're, they feel kind of similarly constructed to G.I. Joe Classified, really. Or Marvel Legends, or whatever. They do all the little bits and bobs, like all their weapons. Like, I like the whole thing, like the turtle weapons and the Power Ranger weapons all together. Mm-hmm. They come with interchangeable heads. All of that is great. The only problem I I have with it is, it's not the to the figure's detriment, is that there's going to be a couple of things on my list that I've done this this year. These were a certain price. Like I said last year, I pre-ordered them. I got them. And two, maybe three months later, these were all, like, discounted at the entertainer. Yeah. Well, the, 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 it's limited appeal, isn't it? Mm. Well, it is! I mean... <laughs> How many people read that comic? Not many, I would imagine. Uh-huh. They're limited appeal, because who's read these comics? And it's weird that they... Because they, well, they, they were mainline releases, weren't they? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, so I can understand how... It's, and this is the thing, like, the entertainer is a toy shop for kids. But it's not, it, but, um, it's not a selective thing. All, like I showed you, all mm. the Hasbro products were all were dramatically decreased. Like 60 to 70% off. Mm. 75, in some cases. There's something going wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but there's something going wrong. So yeah, they were discounted. So that, what, that, that disappointed you a little bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, maybe play the long game. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the um, that's what I gotta do. Yeah. Mm. All right, so my number nine is now. I actually have a figure to show you for this one. Oh. Uh, Where is he going? Where is he going? Uh, it is New Age Clone Megatron. I think is his official name, but it's basically the 
uh, Marvel Comics deco version of the New Age Megatron <laughs> mould. It's Megatron with a blue hat. It's Megatron with a blue hat. He's <laughs> got a great, he's great deco. I love the fact that they're doing Marvel comic decos. Uh, I think New Age are just knocking out of the park with alternate decos on, on their stuff. He's lovely, metallic looking. He's pretty. It's a, it's a bit of a dated mould, which is why it's coming a bit further down the list. This is with the, it's got the new new legs, though, right? Or wasn't it? It's got yeah, it's got the new legs, yeah. But I mean that that, that more. I mean I don't know when that originally came out, but it was probably about two years ago, That's maybe. One of the earlier ones, yeah. And it, it it does show its age a little bit in places. It is nice though, and I do like the the red, the metallic red pops as well in the like on his neck and. and yeah, I don't even have a massive problem with the blue because like. Like I've said this before, like the blue in, in when when you're colouring stuff in kind of comic colours, there's a tendency to go, oh, it's blue when it's actually black. It's just black. It's black highlighted blue. It's like it's like people don't know how comics work, but I, it's a it's a nice kind of um it's a nice blue that works. I would say it would look better in a kind of gunmetal grey or black, but I'm cool with it being blue. Okay. Just a really nice deco. I like it. It's lovely. And it's got great... I mean, it's a great figure. It's great. Really, really lovely transformation. Comes with all the bits you'd expect. Scope, um, barrel, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and comes in a really cool box with great ripped-off artwork. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what, you know, what New Age like to do. Okay, so moving on. Dave, number eight in your list is... Now, this one is another joint one because I couldn't separate them. I've got Mafex, Nightfall, Batman, uh-huh. and McFarlane Toys, yeah. <laughs> Nightfall, Batman. Two figures. One is great, the other one is shit. <laughs> Handle both of them and then have an idea. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I sold you the Mafex one because I uh, I bought it thinking I wanted it. It's one of those kind of speculative buying things of like, I did read the Nightfall comic when I was younger, so I have a kind of love for it. But at the same time, I'm like, but do I need to start getting into random Batman? Am I going to start buying all the Batman? Maybe I shouldn't. So I just changed my mind and you wanted it, so... Um, so you're asking me to handle them because what you want my honest opinion on how they feel yeah let's go with that alright right okay (laughs) so (laughs) the Mafex Batman feels like a premium toy the McFarlane Batman feels like a premium dog toy (laughs) Was that what you expected me to say? Um, not in those particular words, no. <laughs> um, it's just something about the moulds of both of these figures. Like, I think if the McFarlane one was painted like the Mafex one, or that the Mafex one was slightly more stable like the McFarlane one. Because I do like this figure and it looks really nice because of this lovely paintwork. Mm-hmm. But I find when I'm manipulating it, posing it or whatever it just feels really it's a little bit loose loose like I mean it's not like it's something that I've worked the joints ridiculously so it should be this loose this is how it was out of the package Mm. it just doesn't feel 
as premium as it should. Um, it's got a lovely cape. I'm not so sure the cape's the, the perfect colour to match this, but it's fine. But the McFarlane one, I think it's just something about it. Like, I think it said it come down to the, the height of the ears and his cape thing. Like, it's something about it feels a bit more intimidating. Maybe it's because of its size and everything compared to this. Like, there's just something about both of them I like, mm-hmm. but not enough. I guess that's... I mean, I, I just don't understand how anyone could like this. I Honestly, I look at it, it looks cheap. It looks the wrong colour. <laughs> it's got horrible little moulding bits in the shoulders. And it's got that plastic static cape. The colours are all really washed out and wrong. Yeah. And there's... There's a there's a gold square on his collar. Mm-hmm. It, it it looks like some kind of cheap dollar store kind of situation <laughs> where they painted it like like one one will do. And he's got swirly horrible gold plastic in his shoulders. Yuck. <laughs> Sorry, it's just he looks even worse in person than he did he does in pictures. It it does it feels and looks like a dog toy. I, I want to chew on it. <laughs> It's my honest opinion. Whereas this, beautiful. Yes, okay. Maybe you're right. Yes, so maybe he's a little bit, a little bit loose in places. But the sculpting is on point. Beautiful metallic paint. Mm-hmm. He's the right colours. He's what he's what Azrael Batman should look like. Whereas that isn't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't see what's what anybody sees in McFarlane toys. I think it's a a nice. What's the best way of putting it? Like, if you didn't want to spend the Mafex money and you wanted to get a representation of the character, I don't think that the figure is that bad in order to do it. I mean, I think it's fine. I mean, I think if he'd, if he'd painted it properly and made it the right colour, but I still think that it feels like shit. Okay. Like, the plastic just... Doesn't feel... Super unpleasant. Ah. Okay. Do you not think... No, I don't. Like, compare this to that. Oh yeah, the... I'm holding up one of the um, the turtles toys we just you just bought, put in the, the spot above, the spot below them. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like Hasbro figures are, feel a lot better than the Farnham ones. Well, that's what I mean. It's that rubbery bullshit plastic that I just don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get how you could like it. But hey, it's your, it's your choice, mate. Yeah. So that's it. So the two of them together. Okay. I mean. I think it's nuts that you'd even put them on the same level. I couldn't separate them. I like them both. Yes, <laughs> your your uh, your opinion matters. It's just wrong. All right, moving on. My number eight. Now, my number eight is also shared. Ah. I am putting in. I'm just gonna go grab them out of the cabinet over here. So, it's um, Mayfex's Dark Knight Returns Batman and Robin set and Mayfex's Dark Knight Returns Superman. So you said you weren't expecting that? No, I, would have, I thought these would have been a lot higher. Okay. Really? Well, I mean, I, I like them. They're great. And I have moved things around and there is something coming up which is definitely not as good as these figures, but there's a reason why I put it in where it is. Okay. So, they're great figures but they're let down by one or two things. Okay. 
So let's just talk about the two pack first of all. Great figures, Robin on her own, perfect. 100% what I would want from a Robin figure from Dark Knight Returns. I don't know why you buy that McFarlane piece of shit. <laughs> it's great. Great articulation, all the accessories you'd expect. Looks spot on to the original Frank Miller artwork. Just, just works. Batman, on the other hand. Mm-hmm. Messy deco. The symbol on his chest, it's not even... It's not straight. And it's not even the right deco to go with Robin. Mm-hmm. It's just... It just didn't feel right. Like the, the blue and yellow guy should be on his own. The black and grey guy should be with Robin because that's the costume he's wearing when Robin's in the comic. The Batman logo is wrong. The Batman logo is more like the um, Batman 1989 logo than the logo that's actually in the comic. All right. It's just little things. I think it's, I mean, it's a good figure. I mean, I love the base figure that they're using I've got bloody four of them I think one two I've got three of them three different variations of the same figure but the, the deco is really um, sparse like if you look at the difference between this guy and the, the original release the black and grey version or the Batman Triumphant there's much more shading going on mm. like, you just look at that belt there's fuck all on it it's just yellow it just feels like they haven't put the effort in that they normally put in. Yeah, I mean, I recently got this figure. Well, not, well, not recently. I got this because someone was selling him on his own and not with the Robin. Mm. So it was significantly cheaper, so I had to dabble. Um, I can see what you mean, because, yeah, I mean, I've seen the, the criticism, especially about the, the symbol on the chest. Some people have got some shocking... Mm. Um, I've not see seen a good one. Yeah, they're all a bit off. Yeah, it's, it's almost like they didn't put them in the machine right or whatever, yeah. and just printed it slightly to the left or slightly to the right. Or so, like, and because it's sculpted, mm. you can absolutely see it. Mm. And this is this is a problem that Mayfix have from time to time with a few things. Like, I also got the um, black suit symbiote Spider-Man this year, oh, yes. and that has similar problems. Like the the white lining doesn't quite go into the spider leg, and it's, it's something going on at Mayfix that that there, there's a problem. But like, if you look at the difference between this guy and the the black and grey, the paint job is much more clean on and that I, guy. I can see it from here. It does look really good. So that was why the, it's let down. Robin's great. Batman, is, there's some issues. Also, they do suffer from the, the Mafex problem of, oh, this side of the cape, the wire's tucked under the cow. <laughs> but this side, it's not. Yeah. On both of them. So I couldn't put them any higher. And Superman? So... Superman. The main reason Superman's so low is because he's Superman. <laughs> I don't give a shit about Superman. Oh, okay. So it's not just that. I think it's they cheaped out on us because he comes with fuck all accessories. Yeah, very little. And for the price, you'd expect a bit more. He's exactly what you want. He's got, and his deco is sharp as fuck. Everything's where it should be. It's perfect. No problems there at all. Can't complain about the painting. It's all how it should be. But I just think, put another head in. Like, he has two heads, and one of them has an acid burn on it. It's an angry head, but he has an acid burn on it. Mm. Can I have an angry head without an acid burn as well, please? Like, I think people, I saw some people saying he should have come with laser eyes. Like, well, yeah, a lot of people have been making, like, third part, they've been making, like, 3D printed. Yeah. Like, they gave him the green arrow as arrow, and that's it. It's hands, arrow, extra head. 
And I just feel like there could have been more for what you're paying. And when you consider some of the other Batman figures in the line, all the Batman come with, like, nine Batarangs mm. and um, a bunch of other things, usually more than two heads. I don't even like his... Because I also have this figure. The cape as well behind his head. The way it doesn't tuck in, and it's just kind of... Oh, you mean how it doesn't uh, attach to the back of his neck? Yeah. But that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know, but like in some, like I mean, the pose you've got now, you don't really notice it. But if he's just laying flat behind him, mm. you can like sit. Up yes, a bit. yeah, yeah, you can do. Yeah, I mean, there's a cult, there's some, there's a figure coming on later in my list who has a much worse example of that. And it's just he's he's fine, but it just feels like they could have done a bit more. Mm-hmm. They are good figures. It's just that there's things missing in my opinion that I think that they could have done just to sweeten the deal. Moving on. Would you like to reveal to us your seventh favourite figure of 2022? Ah, seven. Well, it was appropriate that I had to put this at number seven. I had to put a Super 7 figure at number seven. Oh, okie dokie. Super 7 Thundercats. Oh. Now, I've seen this figure before. Yes, a friend of mine from uh, uh, James, James Donovan. Hello, James. He brought this into the pub. And yeah, it's a really, it's a really nice figure. Really hefty. Mm-hmm. You tell me, you tell me why you put it there. Um, well, I mean, I had another Super Seven figure, mm-hmm. uh, and I brought it with me as well. But it, it was kind of lacking in person compared to this. This feels substantial. Came with some nice accessories. I really like this alternate face it has. It screams the expressions we pull in the show. Surprisingly well articulated for what it is and. His stature, his build, it's not a standard buff Thundercat man. Mm. It's very different. Um, and, and now we know why they've done it this way, because they are making it army builders of him. Yeah, but I mean, how, now you know what? But they weren't just going to let this model go to waste. Like, they're obviously going to... Oh, I see. It. I see. Yeah, okay. But it's, I think it was um, really good, and it wasn't something that I was going to get. Because mm-hmm. last year I only really wanted the Thundercats... And seeing how well this was when it came out, it got me into getting some of the villains, which have all been pretty good. Some probably better than the actual Thundercats. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a really nice, solid piece. I mean, you say surprisingly articulated. It's about as articulated as something this shape and size can be, well, which yeah. in a way plays to Super Seven's strengths because they're not well known for their articulation. And this is this character doesn't need to be super articulated, and he's not super articulated. I mean, he, his knee moves about two degrees, well, maybe a little bit more. But it's not a statue. Like I thought he was going to be. His less... tail could definitely have more articulation. His tail could move more. Yeah. But no, he looks great, and he has as much articulation as he needs. Yes, and and paint as well. Like it's yeah, he's well painted. He's well painted. It's a nice figure, mm. and definitely been a highlight from the line because the Thundercat line has had many issues. As it, you know, QC and other things, delays mm-hmm. and whatnot. But this has definitely been one of the best ones from the year. Yeah, I can't argue with it. I think, like, it's like I said, when I saw it in the pub, I was like, I was pleasantly surprised with how nice it was. Um, so, so that was your number seven. Mm-hmm. My number seven is mm. New Age Grimlock in comic book deco. Now, yeah, that's a bit annoying. There is, yeah, it just needs a bit, uh, 
Dave's just noticed a, there's a, one of the heels is a bit loose at the moment. That's only happened recently. I think it just needs tightening up. But yeah, it's, it's a beautiful looking figure. And the difference between that and the, the regular release, which looks very plain, mm. is it, it's night and day. Uh, great articulation. It comes with his sword. Yeah, it comes with the correct sword, not some weird flamey thing. Comes with a blue gun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd rather that was black. Um, the blue on this, not such a big fan. Would have preferred it to be black, but hey, it's blue. It's typical New Age genius. Like, the transformation is intuitive. You don't even need the instructions. You might do, but it really is quite easy. It works. It's proportionally great. It doesn't really have any faults, in my opinion. Doesn't the eyes do the, the, the turning thing? Yeah, the dinosaur eyes change from blue to red, so you can have them either way. And, uh, I mean, the only, thing, the only criticism people have made is that the knees go the wrong way in dinosaur mode, which is true, but I don't care. I really don't care. Even the, you know, thigh foot? Yeah, the inside of the legs. Uh, is a, a bit strange, but... Not, not, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's not. It, I think it, people made a big deal out of it, though, and then New Age went, okay, with the next Dinobot, we're going to put out leg fillers for, for Grimlock. So they're listening. Yeah. I mean, I don't need the leg fillers. I think he's great, and he's, it, it's, uh, it's wonderful. It's great to have it in comic book colours, because for me, the comic book Grimlock is my guy, whereas, to be honest, the Grimlock from the TV show is an idiot. Me, Grimlock, like toy of me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I find him irritating. So, there we go. There he is. Oh, it's a very good choice. It's definitely one of the new age figures from this year. I've come very close to buying. And I have to say, if I was going to buy any, it would have been at this deco. Really? Yeah, it, it, def- it definitely is the best looking one. Mm. I mean, I guess the next one is the the toy accurate one but I don't have the connection to the G1 toys so definitely would have been this well I was again at the pub took this into the pub the other day um, talking to Michael he's a big New Age fan and he he's like coming currently umming and erring about which one he's going to get and I think he's looking at because he likes the alternative decos a lot of the time he likes to go for the more offbeat one generally I think he might be going for the shattered glass one which is actually really quite pretty not my cup of tea, but it's a very, very nice deco. But this is my one. Right, moving on. What's your number six? Number six. Number six. Oh, yeah. Number six. Okay. <laughs> if I wasn't sticking... <laughs> Here we go. We, we, I can hear you kind of say... You're, you're moving into... I'm making excuses for why I've... Uh, here's, look, let me just preface this with... No, number six... There was a figure that was going to be here, but it didn't meet your rules. I thought it did. That's why I asked you the other day about when something came out. I thought it was on the cusp, but it's not. So, this is the other figure. So, which rule did it not did it not meet? Um, it, I thought it came out later last year than it did. But it came out before we did our last year's list. Yes. But you didn't have it. No. Okay, tell me what you've chosen, then we'll talk about what you actually. No, yeah. Tell me what you would have chosen. Tell me what I, what I would have chosen. Yeah. I would have chosen... Mezco, Dr. Fate. Okie doke. But he came out last year quite a considerable bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, he's very nice. He's a very nice figure. I'm not quite sure what type of Dr. Fate he's meant to be. 
It's just a mess code. Fine. Right. Uh, I've not actually handled a mess code before, so I'm glad you bought one along. To be honest, they're very nice. I've got I've got the Spider-Man ones on pre-order, so oh, yeah. looking forward to those. Uh, yeah. So, what did you choose instead? Well, keeping with mess code. Spider-Man 2099. Right, and he did come out this year, he did he? He did come out this year. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Spider-Man 2099, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you love this guy so much, but yeah, this is yours. I don't know, this is a bit... Yeah, see, this is the thing. This is my mm. biggest criticism with the figure. Yeah. His very odd cape and how they've decided to... It seems a bit tacked on, doesn't it? It's not big enough for a start. It's just like a, a little shawl on, the, on his back or something. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I like how these guys feel. You've got like a, a regular action figure underneath this um, this kind of um, soft goods suit, mm-hmm. as it were. Like I've seen them before and thought, mm, not sure about them, but seeing them in real life, I like these. I mean, the Doctor Fate was the first one I got, so that's why I was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe they're not as bad as people think. And I was a bit worried about this, like, because his head and his neck are plastic mm-hmm. and then the body is material and I thought that you'd be very blatantly there'll be a difference but it's very seamless no it looks perfect like I say I've never been a big fan of the Spider-Man 2099 deck you know, costume it's not my thing mm-hmm. but it's, it's a very good representation of that thing it's very it's very got nice accessories mm-hmm. I like the alternate heads and it comes with his little communicator time travelling dimension hopping wristwatch and he's got another alternate one with the lady coming out of it. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I, like I say, I have no knowledge of the character. It's it's that it's very much a case of not my Spider-Man, you know. Um, and he lives with my Spider-Verse characters because you know no one's going to make that Spider-Man until the new one. It's a nice, it's a nice figure, and it's it's miles better than the Marvel Legends one I had, which I've sold now. So that's my pick. Yeah. No, I mean it's a nice figure. I like it. And you've made me. Um, You've made me a little bit more excited about getting the... Uh, and your Spider-Man. The spy- I've ordered Spider-Man and Green Goblin, and we know there's a Doctor Octopus coming, but that's not been solicited yet. All right, so that was your number six, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Right, my number six. So, it's this one and this one. Okay. Yes, my number six is New Age Cyclonus Toon. Deco, and I have the IDW Deco. I am selling the IDW Deco, which is why he's in the box, but I will get him out. I just think it's a really fantastic mold. Or like, I would, oh, well, I'd say, I no, I'm gonna say it is the best New Age mold this year that I've handled. I mean, I've not handled Jetfire, but of the ones I've handled, I just think it's, it's a really, really nice figure. It's great. Really well designed, great transformation, again, intuitive, simple, but clever. Mm-hmm. I think New Age are one of the best companies making transforming toys out there right now. They knock so many other third parties out of the water, blow them out of the water in terms of like clever, simple transformations that are fun to do. Especially at the scale. Yeah, it's a great figure with a great deco on both of them. It, in some ways, it reminds me a lot of the... Uh, visually, it just reminds me of the fans' toys. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, which isn't, like, a, a bad thing or anything. Like, I think the fans' toys one looks really nice. And it's just... It's the way they've applied the paint as well. Mm. Yeah, it's a lovely metallic 
Like, again, they're doing it right. <laughs> they're not going, let's make it boring, bland, flat, matte colours because that's what it looked like in the show. Mm. Let's give it a nice metallic kind of premium feel. This is the Toon Deco and it's a lovely, shiny, metallic purple. I mean, they even did, like, Depth Charge. Yeah, you know, yeah, the remold, the remold into Depth Charge was hilarious. And I'm pretty sure they got that idea from someone who'd done, like, a fan recolour. Like like really? A, yeah, I mean, I think they pay attention to what the fans are saying and oh, do it. Oh, they definitely do, yeah. It, and it works, mm-hmm. you know? I'm going to transform this in a bit, because he's got a great little head sculpt, the IDW one. So, yeah, that's, that's my number six. Let's hear your number five. Number five. Number five. Oh, still in the land of Transformers. Mm-hmm. Magic Square, Optimus Prime. Version yes. two. Version two, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I haven't seen this in person. I had the original Magic Square. You know what I was just talking about? <laughs> That's why I, I knew it was coming up. And I was like, well... Almost like I saw it coming. <laughs> Flat, bland, boring, featureless... Meh. But isn't it so show accurate? <laughs> yeah, that wonderful, really badly animated show that we all love. But no, um, the reason why this is here and is at this point on the list mm-hmm. is because when I got it, I wasn't as impressed. Mm-hmm. Because I had my lovely TF Element one. Yeah. And I really liked that one f- because of how hefty it was. Yeah. And... I'd like this because it was a later version one. They changed the the blue tint on his chest and everything. It's great. Although the one of the faults for it, I guess it wasn't very articulated. Right. And and if it was, it was not subtle articulation. You had to be very bold with your choices of what Prime was doing. Whereas this is very articulated. And the longer I've had it, the more I've messed with it. I've definitely started to like it more. Okay. And the things that I appreciate about it is that it's not painted. Because mm. I feel like with this heavy articulation that it can do, if all of it was articulated, I probably would have more problems with paint. But I like the vibrant colours that it has. Pardon? <laughs> I like the shade of blue and red, let's put it that way. Okay, I wouldn't call them vibrant colours. They're quite muted. I always thought that the first one was quite muted in the yeah. type of colours. It was more pastel-y. Like, I prefer... This, this hue of red and, and blue. Yeah. It looks like Optimus Prime from the movie. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you want, <laughs> that's what you get. And yeah, I know I do understand the the painting thing, and I can totally see why this is much more fun to play with and try, and, and pose. I'm not scared to pick it up. I'm not yeah. scared to throw it in a suitcase and bring it here. No. I felt much more about more fine with manipulating that than I do. A certain Haslab that I bought this year. Um. <laughs> well, I, I I would agree though. I mean, if if I were looking for a masterpiece scale tune accurate Ultimate Prime, I would probably go for this one. I did have the other one, the previous one, which I thought was more my style. But this this does feel a little bit less cheap than that did, in a way. I mean, it's it's kind of a little bit more simplistic than say MP44. But it's, it doesn't need to be. I and it's got a better back. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, that's right. He doesn't need to have a giant backpack, guys. My one biggest criticism with it, though, is uh, I feel like it could do with some die cast in its feet or lower legs, just so it's a bit more 
solid when you put him down. I am more impressed with it than I thought I would be, to be honest. I mean, it, it, it does suffer from that kind of like magic square unpaintedness, but I get why that is a plus when you're posing it. And yeah, you don't feel like you're going to damage it mucking about with it. And it, yeah, it looks the part. If you want, giant white nappy uh, <laughs> Optimus Prime. So, my number five is Invisible! It is Sentinel SV Action Peter Parker. Ah. I think it's a good figure. It's probably one of the best, well, I would say one of the best superhero figures of this year. Mm -hmm. But I sold him because I've given up on Spider-Verse. And it suffers from one fatal flaw, which is it's not as good as Miles, which Uh was the previous figure in the line. They made some weird changes, like the little gaps in the backs of his legs so that his legs collapse more. Mm. They look strange. He has ball-jointed wrists, and to be honest, I don't want that, because we all know where that leads. Snap wrists, whereas whereas Miles didn't, and I actually thought that worked. And uh, he had some really fucking weird accessory choices. (laughs) <laughs> like it's like let's give him hands for that specific one particular scene where he's typing mm-hmm. why we don't need that and all of his all of his um maskless head sculpts were goofy i mean uh they were very very expressive that's just an excuse for goofy no, 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 that's no. like when people say involved when they talk about transforming they mean difficult no 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 so like if you compare it to the the mafex Peter B. Parker. I didn't like his unmasked head. I thought it was boring. Pale him and Miles, I didn't really like him. But yes, Sentinel have gone all the way on the other side of the scale and it's like, oh, not a bit of a happy medium between the two? Yeah. <laughs> it, limits your, it limits your posing options. It limits what you can do with them because mm. I haven't got a standard looking face mm. for this guy. So I can't have him doing something standard. He basically has to be doing what it is, whatever it was from that scene that they took it from. <laughs> he even comes with a tiny little glasses. He doesn't need them. Very little. Sure and that gargoyle. Good. Don't get me started on that. I mean, like, I didn't get the one with the gargoyle. I know you did. I did. <laughs> but like, he sits on it once in the entire movie, and and what we decide we're going to pack in a giant, great big wall-mounted gargoyle. I mean, the the biggest problem with the gargoyle other than it being a massive gargoyle and adding to the price, is there's nowhere for them to stand on it. There's no attachment for the stand on. That's the biggest problem with the gargoyle. Yeah. It should have been if magnetic or something, so they have magnetic feet. Mm. Anything so they can actually, you know, interact with it or sit on it. Yeah, it has a screw hole in it so you can wall mount it. And then you're, and then you're expected to delicately balance your 90 pound action figure on top of it hell no exactly (laughs) i sold him but i put him in the list because i thought he does deserve some credit for being a good action figure it's a great spider-man toy Mm. if you weren't 100 percent on the movie and you just wanted a really good articulated spider-man it's great there you go so what's your uh, number five in your list of the top 10 figures of 2022 Five and four now. 
Oh, four? Yeah, I just did five. Yeah, so what's your number four? <laughs> number four. I wasn't sure it would even come out this year. Ah, yes. Mayfex Astro Boy. Very nice. Project Atom, if you like. He looks fantastic. He does. He looks bang on. Uh, I can't. I can't fault you on this choice at all. <laughs> if you want an uh, an Astro Boy toy, that's 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 the one you should go for. Absolutely, that's beautiful. It's a great little representation of this character, and it's something I've I've wanted for so long because I did grow up watching an Astro Boy series. It's probably the closest thing on the table that looks exactly like a thing it's meant to. And I think the only problem I have with it is that I got it almost two years after I pre-ordered. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Mayfix, isn't it? <laughs> uh, no, that's re—it's really nice. It comes with all of the different swap-out things. It has a whole other chest you can use. So you can open his chest. I love the glossiness of it as well. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love the fact that they, they went for a high gloss on the uh, on like the, the the boots and the pants and the hair. Swap-out faces. You can change the eyes around between all the faces you've got the jet boots it's great it's, it's really lovely I mean yeah I'm not an Astro Boy fan but as a toy it's yeah it's exactly what you want in it it's perfect and this is another one of those figures that you know may or may not break your list I'm not sure you know of your rules no because it came out this year it did come out this year but this is the 1.5 version there was another one many many years ago yeah I know but it's it's a new version I've said significantly <laughs> different, and it's not a reissue. Okay, alright. And to be fair, I'm not quite sure what's different between this one and the first one. Oh, I don't know. came out this year, it's allowed. Oh. It's allowed. I've, I've totally give, I'm totally going to allow, allow it. Right, so... My number four is... Getting over to the same place as well, aren't I? Drum roll. Oh. My number four is... Another New Age figure, New Age Shockwave, the Comic Deco version. Um, There you go. Now, I couldn't put him in the top three, almost did. But I thought, he is a redeco of an older toy. He came out last year, and I mentioned in last year's podcast that I regretted not getting a version of the Shockwave mould. Because at the time I was I was going, no, I'm just going to concentrate on the movie guys in New Age. And now I've relaxed that a little bit. Now they started doing comic decos. I'm like, I want to buy the comic decos. So I did get the toy deco and I have him up here, actually. Uh, down here, there we go. Which I think is very nice too. It is. I remember you showed me a picture of both of them mm. saying which one do mm. you prefer. Uh... It's the, it's the eye, isn't it? That's why. It's, That's it? It's optic. That's it. So what they've chosen to do with the toy deco, sorry, the, um, the comic book deco, is they've taken the light piping out and they've painted his eye. Well, his eye is solid yellow plastic, I think. Yeah. The only thing I would say against it is that they should have painted the back of his head. Yes. Because he's, he's got a big yellow square on the back of his head and it's like, well, come on, guys. You, you, you paint everything else. Paint this. Yeah. But... It's such an amazing figure. It's such a well-designed, engineered thing. It would work in MP scale. I would say it's better than the MP. Mm. And I love the MP. It's just so clever, the way that the um, the barrel of the gun collapses inside his body. Mm. Again, we're talking about it with Cyclonus. Like, it's just, it's genius. Um, so he's, yeah, 
I, I, like I said, I regretted getting him, not getting him. They took the electronics out as well. Those electronics? Yeah, so so they took the electronics out of this one. Mm-hmm. There's still electronics in, the, in that one. You put a little battery in the gun barrel and it lights up in gun mode. And, and because the gun barrel slides into the chest mm-hmm. uh, in robot mode, if you turn it on, the chest lights up. Oh, right. Didn't know that. See, I'm a little bit annoyed. I think they could have left it in. There's no reason they, could t- they needed to take it out. I mean, what I could do is keep both and take the electronics out of him and put it in here. Because it literally is, it just comes out. Oh, right. no, there's no kind of real fiddling around. You just pop it in and out. I could easily pop the electronics, if I, but then I'd have to keep them. We'll see. And look at, look at that, the pearlescentness of that paint. It looks nice. Uh, the way it kind of changes colour in the light. It's new age of fucking geniuses. When I made this list, I'm like, it's very new age heavy. <laughs> but that's what I've been enjoying the most this year. So, I mean, I've got to stick with what I love. And the only problem I had with it when you showed me is his, like, the little squares. But what is, that's it. I think yeah. it just breaks it up. I think it just looks like detailing, in a way. I know what you mean, because there's, sh- there's two shades of plastic in mm. there. But I don't think that it takes anything away from personally. I think he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a beautiful little guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've run down our 10 to 4. We're into the top three now. But before that, it's Christmas! Ooh. So let's do some more present giving. <laughs> Shall I go first or you go first? What do you want to do? Uh, no, you go first. Right, well, here's your uh, second present. selection of some Transformers Marvel UK comics. Not just any mini selection, what mini selection is it? Oh, it's actually, <laughs> it's the selection we looked at on the podcast earlier in the year, um, City of Fear. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's the entire City of Fear run. Yeah, and I can finally see what the comic covers are like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you get to, you know, you've got Flame in there. And I also gave you the two issues that are referred to, because you said... Oh, there's something in here saying something happened to Prime in issue 99. Oh, right. Yes, it does. So you've got issue 98 and 99, so you've got the story. This is really nice, because I've... Of all the stories that we could have picked, you had the one that I had the IDW reissue reprints of. Mm. So, yeah, no, it's nice to see that what they actually looked like at the time. Yeah, the actual covers and the original adverts, yeah. and you've got the um, the transformations page at the beginning, which you can read the the introduction to each issue, and you've got uh, the Grimgrams. <laughs> Grimgrams as well. <laughs> this year I bought a lot of, I've gone right into buying the Marvel comics, and I bought loads of them, and I've had some doubles over the way, mm. and as I was going through, I was like, I've actually got doubles of every issue of that <laughs> of that run, and most of them are in pretty good nick, and I thought, well, Dave might like these. It is so different as well. Okay, yeah, this is great. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, now, I don't know which one of my friends to give you because I feel... No, let's end on a high. Well, we've got another one. We're going to do another one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, it's a box. It's about uh, 40 centimetres by 40 centimetres, roughly, something like that. If my uh, guesstimation is correct. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. 
Oh, you bastard! <laughs> you fucking bastard! Thank you, Dave. <laughs> what, what, what Dave has got me? He's gonna burn it. No, I'm not. No, no, because no, because it is a thoughtful gift. It is a thoughtful gift, and I do like it. So, as you may be aware from our previous podcasts, I'm a massive fan of Booster Gold. I'm a massive fan of Justice League International comic book. And what Dave has got me is the. DC Multiverse, Multiverse, McFarlane, <laughs> Blue Beetle and Booster Gold 2-pack. Now, I slagged this off massive style when it was solicited. Mm-hmm. And those criticisms do stand. Yeah, all your criticisms just made me want to buy even more. <laughs> <laughs> have you got one of your own? No, no. No. I bought it especially for you. Wow. Well, you shouldn't have. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I mean, I've not seen this in the flesh, so no, it's cool. And, I mean, I don't hate it, because I love these characters, so thank you very much. It's a nice, a nice kind of, a nice gift set, yeah, so I don't hate you. (laughs) It's great. Thank you very much. It's all right. All right, well, with that out of the way, Mm -hmm. shall we move on to our top three? Would you like me to go first? Because, like you said, last year we went the other way around. All right, Uh, yeah. Okay, number three. Now, this one is a controversial choice, in my, in my opinion. Okay. So, my number three, my third favourite figure of the year, although, to be honest, maybe it's not, but maybe it is. It's not many mice feel. Ooh. It is. G.I. Joe classified Serpentor with air chariot. Here, <laughs> have a look at it? There you go. So, yeah, it's... <sighs> I umdenard. This figure was at number eight originally. Wow. Because it's a G.I. Joe classified figure, and a lot of the figures that we've been talking about are of a higher quality than this figure. So I found it difficult because I wanted to put it in the list because I do really like it, but I wasn't sure where to put it. But mm. I decided both to make my, um, my top three a little bit more interesting and also <laughs> because I want to give props for Hasbro doing something right for a change... It it is great. It's um big. Mm-hmm. I saw it at um, MCM Comic Con earlier in the year, and I thought it it looked really cool. To be honest, I thought that Serpentor looked like a big buff leader general mm-hmm. type dude, and I thought it was very fitting. This is I know very little about GI Joe at the best of times, mm-hmm. and I can tell just by looking at this that I'm way out my depth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, um, but for what it is, he looks great. Yeah, you know? I took him along to the pub the other day, and most people there were of the same opinion, <laughs> because unfortunately the other guy that collects um, G.I. Joe uh, Classified wasn't able to come along, so I was going to show it to him, and he would have probably... Mm. I mean, he, the sad thing is that... Um, hi, James. Spoke, to you, spoke about you earlier. When this came out, when this got solicited, it sold out immediately, mm which is really irritating. It was only available through Hasbro Post. I was watching it thinking, do I want this? And I was there when it got dropped and I was like, oh, it's gone. Right, that's made my decision for me. Mm. Fine. I wasn't sure I wanted it anyway. But once it had gone, I wanted it more. Mm. And then um, I was talking to James about it and he sent me a message saying, I've got it for pre-order on in-demand toys. 
And I was like, oh, okay, all right. So I pre-ordered it. I felt like um, I missed out, so I'm going to definitely pre-order it. And the copies that In Demand Toys got got shipped before Hasbro Pulse. So I got it before James got his. (laughs) But yeah, it's... Like I said, it's an example of them getting something right. It's it's got huge nostalgia feels, although it's not it's modern but classic. It's not slavish to the animated show or anything, mm. which is definitely not what I want. You know, in a way, Classified's got that War for Cybertron kind of feel of like kind of like being very referential to the old shows mm. or whatever, but trying to be a modern toy at the same time. Mm. Deco's spot on. He's really he's really pretty. Great accessories. I love the fact that they put handles on these cannons so you can take them off and you can pick, you can hold, you can wield them. The chariot is bang on what it should be. It's got little kickstands so it can stand up. The little little turbine spins on the back. Mm -hmm. Not as well as you'd like it to. The original toy had a um, a little twisty thing here and you could spin it, which you don't have here, unfortunately. Which, you know, they could have done that. Because I actually, when I passed it around in the pub, I think it was uh, Hannah said... But it's just just a big block. There's no play features. No. And I'm like, no, that's true. They don't do that anymore. It's more of a display piece. Doesn't he have like an extra head or something like that different? Yeah, he has a bunch of accessories. He has two types of head. Right. A cowl mm-hmm. that fits completely over his head. But it completely limits his articulation. head articulation. But it looks more... Seamless. And more kind of classic. Yeah. So you've got the option of having him with a... Um, with like a full all-in-one-piece headdress or more like the original toy, you can have him with a, a head that's not attached to the crest because the original toy was like that. The original toy, basically, this was a backpack. <laughs> it plugged into the same hole as all the backpacks did and, um, and it just kind of came up behind his head. But in the show, obviously, it was all connected. So they've given you both options, which is nice. And here's, here's where I will, will make some criticisms. It still feels, because it's Hasbro, like they're cutting corners. Okay. He has this one stock, stoic facial expression. Doesn't it, have any others? It would be nice to have another one. Oh, I thought he had like a whole other... No. Oh. I'd like an angry one, you know, or something like that. And one thing that all of these guys, well, most of these guys don't do, most of the classified stuff, they don't have alternate hands. So he's got trigger fingers. Mm. He doesn't have any guns. Well, he does. He has the, the cannons on the side of his chariot, which he can carry. And, but most of the time, he's not going to be carrying a gun. Mm. So why has he got trigger fingers? And why are there not alternate hands? I mean, he's a leader. He's the kind of guy who's going to be clenching his fist or pointing or something like that, you I'm know? I'm surprised he doesn't have a pointing hand, yeah, because that's what you think he'd be doing on that thing. And it just feels like this is this is like a premium release. It comes in a kind of really kind of over-the-top kind of a presentation box. And what do they put in instead? A fucking rubber snake. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to, I don't need a rubber snake. It's, it's, so, it's, it's strange because it's not like... Sometimes Marvel Legends don't always come with a certain type of hands, but because they're also modular and interchangeable, you go, oh, well, I'll just take some hands from someone else. Mm-hmm. But when it's someone who's sculpted, certain sculpted hands, painted a certain way that is only going to be for this character and no mm. one else, and if they do do it again, it'll probably be in a different deco. So it is, it is annoying when they do that and you just don't get the full package. 
yeah, it feels like a, cor- a corner cutting kind of situation. And it's like, well, like, like I say, I don't need a rubber snake. I don't necessarily need that non-movable cow, but I understand why that's there. Uh, what else have we got? So we've got two types of extendable blades to go on his arm. Okay. We've got the non-extended one, which he's currently got on. And that pops off. And then you can put the extended one on. Which is nice. It's very... Uh... All for that. Oh, that's that's yeah, well, it's meant it's meant to be like fangs. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, get it. And then he's got his sword, which is fine, and his snake that he throws at people. Oh, okay. So you know, you said I don't know. I'm out of my depth with mm. GI Joe. In the GI Joe movie, which. Um, which didn't go straight, to, didn't go to cinema because the Transformers movie was a flop. But is he in the movie? Oh yeah, he's the big guy. He's the big bad. I know nothing about right. this movie. He is in the movie. Right. Okay. And towards the end of the movie, he takes one of these snakes off of his shoulder, one of these ones that are moulded in, makes it all straight like a like a javelin. Throws it at Duke. It goes through Duke's heart and kills him. But then he doesn't kill him because they don't want to kill him because they killed Optimus Prime and everyone didn't like it. See, I knew about this, but I never knew what happened or how he got injured or whatnot. Yeah. Oh yeah, snake through the chest. That'll do it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a big, a big rigid snake through the chest. Fine. So they, but they brushed it off and to say he was in a coma from that. Yeah, he got better basically. <laughs> yeah. So the, and the other the other thing that is a bit of a problem is that his joints are incredibly tight. You need to you need to heat him up to fully bend his elbows and some people have had them snap oh and it'd be nice if the cape had a wire in it so that's what I mean I love it because it has all that nostalgia feel for me Mm. but it has some things that I think they could have done slightly better I think the chariot is spot on Mm. there's nothing I'd change about the chariot maybe I'd give it a stand because you know it'd be nice just to have it yeah elevated above the rest of the team yeah and I've actually recently purchased a stand to put it on okay. there you go that's my number three I should probably mention that Virtual Amy has joined uh, well sat here very quietly so you are allowed to occasionally quiet she's allowed to occasionally <laughs> talk or uh, chuckle or whatever you wish let's I see you were so concerned that I was holding back my laughter oh whatever yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah I thought well, just Christmas in case vanity. just in case you want to um, <laughs> Chocolate, chocolate, some of the amazingly funny things I'm saying. Um, you can now. So, Virtual Dave, your number three, your third favourite figure of the year. My third favourite figure of the year. It's not too different from your choice. A similar kind of vibe. A similar kind of vibe that, you mm. know... Maybe shouldn't be on the list, but is on the list. Yes, and there's definitely figures below it that are definitely higher quality. Yeah. But this... Is Hasbro doing a good job? Oh yeah! Transformers ah, Legacy yeah, Override. You know what? Um, this got brought along to the pub a, f- a few months ago, and I was like, "Who made this? Ha- who? <laughs> well, Hasbro made this, but why is it so much better?" I know. Yeah, it's like the hard plastic on the legs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it just feels like another company's made this. Like I said earlier. Unlike a certain Haslab, the plastic feels so much better over there. I know what you mean. <laughs> New mean, yeah. Um, but no, it's great. Um, I'm loving that they're starting to do some stuff from the Unicorn trilogy. Obviously, it's my big introduction to Transformers, so I have that's my nostalgia kick. 
and mm-hmm. I never had the original override toy. I had one of the redecos of it later in the line. So this is really great. It's like a little uh, a little grail that I would have chased down, but I love this robot mode. I love that they kept the translucent tires for the mm-hmm. old mode. Yes, the old mode hasn't got the painted feet slash headlight. Yeah, that is a shame. It is. But apart from that, like we were saying, quality-wise, the plastic, the way it feels, the way the smart way it transforms, it's, it's a great little figure. And... It definitely shows that Hasbro can do it, and it, if anything, it makes a lot of the other stuff in their line, like Legacy, feel a bit half-assed. Well, this is this is something we were discussing. I was discussing with the guys at the pub. It does feel a little bit sometimes like they put a lot of effort into one guy in the line, mm. and then the others don't get as much love. Yeah, like I think the line, the the way we were talking about is the most recent way with Inferno in it, and everyone's like, "Well, Inferno is brilliant," but then some of the other ones are a bit iffy. Yeah, no, it's 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 much nicer than you expect a Hasbro figure to be. I know, current Hasbro figure to be. Could do with a bit of head articulation though. Yeah, Don't, uh, can't look down <laughs> or up. <laughs> it's a nicer representation of the character. It's a lot more. I guess you could say show accurate, but it's it's a really nice um, nice to get this character without the gimmick of the old one with the whole auto morphing yes thing that really was more of a hindrance than a fun part to the toy. No, I I, I would argue it's a fun part to the toy, but it is a hindrance. Mm, it's both. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this is it's aimed at a different thing, isn't it? Like, like that was aimed at kids. This is aimed more at adults. But even as a child, I never enjoyed that gimmick, and it was it was weird because mm-hmm. no one else in the line really did stuff like that. Well, yeah, I guess no, it's a good choice. I like it, and, and like I say, I, I was I was quite impressed with it when I saw um, her because uh, I watched the Japanese version where this character is a is a guy, but in the U.S. version, it's a it's a girl, isn't it? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was impressed. There, I thought that she's yeah, she's much better than um, than she has any right to be. Good choice. So, my number two, my second favorite figure of the year, is over here in the cabinet. Dark Knight Returns, Armored Batman. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's definitely the um, the main focus of this comic. This the big battle between him and Superman. Flashy, it's a, flashy. I wouldn't say main focus, but it's an iconic moment. In it's, the, a, in it's, it's, a, it's it's something that's been like people have tried to revisit it since. Like it's a, yeah. something about that. Comic. It's what people remember. Yeah. It's what people reference. Him in this, you know, armored suit. Well, it's more, it's more than just it's more than just the armored suit. Like it just it's a suit that gives him the capability to being toe-to-toe with Superman for a lot longer if he wasn't wearing it. I mean, it allows him to be hit by Superman and not crushed. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it makes him stronger. It just makes him more durable. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it's it's just like, it's what a premium action figure should be. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was talking about the other two Mafex figures before, and I was saying they feel a bit lacking. They feel like they've not, like the deco's a bit lacking or there's not enough accessories. He's got everything. He's got tons of accessories and he's a chunky figure and if you compare that to Superman I'm sure they were about the same price that's much better value it comes with an alternate okay, unmasked head as well isn't it? it comes with um, an unmasked head and a angry masked head alright oh, okay so it comes with three heads 
He comes with that kind of a acid attack thing that fires out of his hand at one point. Mm. He comes with a smoke grenade, and he comes with an assortment of hands. He doesn't come with a gun. He was meant to come with the gun. You very nicely bought me the um, the old DC multiverse before Todd McFarlane took over the um, figure with the with the gun, and I just I paid for it. <laughs> let you let you keep the figure and just took the gun. Not that he he hardly uses the gun in the in the in, in it at all, but it's nice, especially since he comes with trigger fingers. You you want something to him for him to hold with those hands. But um, it's like the ultimate realization of the Frank Miller art, and it's just just bang on, chunky, solid, well built. None of those problems that you have with some other Mafex figures where they're a bit kind of loose or... Um, it does feel very good, yeah. Yeah. The spikes on his feet, it's all brilliant. Bang on what it should be. And like we were talking about the cape, the only problem with it is that the cape does not attach at the back of his, of his collar. So it's, it sits up a bit high sometimes and you can't push it down. Like I've, when I've been taking photos, I've had to like... Tug, keep tugging it down and I ended up like sticking a bulldog clip on the bottom of the cape to hold to, to give it some no. weight so that it stayed down but that's the only criticism I have yeah it's it very nice I was I was very tempted by it it's nice when you've got like a set of figures that complement each other as well like definitely having him next to the Superman or like the other Batman the Robin and whatnot it all fits together yeah, well absolutely I, mean, I, w- I wouldn't have bought the Superman if I didn't have this mm. I would have been like, okay, fine. <laughs> but I don't think they would have done the Superman if they hadn't done this, to be honest. But there you go. That's my number two, my second favourite of the year. And to be honest, I would say, without spoiling it, my number no- number one and number two could switch. Like, I'm not. They're very close. Your number one. Number one, yes. Drum roll. <laughs> oh, no, shit. Yeah, because well, yeah, we're around the other way. What's your number two? My number two... Mm-hmm is very similar to what you just said. Mm-hmm. I think number one, number two get interchange very easily. If you ask me on a different day, mm-hmm. I might say something different. Yeah. But trying to be as objective as possible. SH Figure Arts Buzz Lightyear Alpha Suit from the new Buzz Lightyear movie that came out this year. You see, when we were doing predictions earlier, I was looking through what you bought this year and that did pop up as a that could be an option. Mm-hmm. It is a very nice figure. It's a great figure. It's probably like one of the best SH Figure Arts figures I've handled. The biggest problem with this figure for me is the movie. Which is why I didn't buy the figure. Spoilers. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's not a very good movie. No, it's it's a good film. It's just, it has a, like a lot of films these days, it has a bad ending. Which kind of sours the whole thing. But I love Buzz Lightyear. Why? <laughs> I, I I was hit at the right time to fall in love with Toy Story. I suppose, um, but he's a dick. <laughs> not this version. Everyone loves this version. Mm. Um, I'm joking. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> no, I really do like this, and I like that it's kind of like an origin story type suit. Like all the bits and bobs that are normally associated with with his suit mm. is not built into the suit like this. Mm. As you can see, the wrist cannon is separate. The backpack is very much like a, it's a... Strap-on type of thing. Yeah, and it's like how you eject from the spaceship and whatnot. It's not suit-suit. Yeah, I see. It's more, it's kind of modular, isn't it? It's, it's not modular. Yeah. More more real-world. And I like how he has like a little notch on his leg that you can attach 
swap it out, put the gun thing on, and mm-hmm. there's a similar thing for the, the laser sword he has in the film. It's great. Painted head to toe. Yeah, it's very it's very pretty. It's really nice articulation. The only real problems I would say that um, he doesn't come with enough head sculpts because he only has the cowled head and then the unmasked one, um, and that's it. Although you do get quite a. What do you mean by cowled head? What you mean? He doesn't have the the head covering on the other one. He just. Oh, I see. Oh, so yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. so he's not got the. You know, what I, I can't think what you call that. It's like a kind of an astronaut's... Um, astronaut's sock. <laughs> yeah. Does he have a clear piece that's folded back? No, it just removes and you have like gap fillers to put into where the slot where this was. I thought it only folded half back. No. But no, it folds all up. But that, then that criticism is out the window. Okay. Um, the only thing that it's missing is socks, was his robot cap from the film. The best bit about that film. It's very much the... Um, Baby Yoda, cute character to sell toys in the film, but he was really great at the film. That's the only thing that's missing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I suppose though, being SH Figuarts, they wouldn't be able to go as far as just one accessory. They'd have to have it with various, you know, <laughs> si- and... sitting up, step on all fours, and then and it then would it would inflate the price even more. So in a way, it would be nice, but no, it doesn't happen. It's yeah. Fun. No, it's really, really nice. I really like it. Um, People would buy it just to have socks. They would, they would. don't care about buzz, just socks. <laughs> Watching the film, you would not You would think... I was ready to not like this character, but he was great. Yeah, he was really saving grace in the second half. <laughs> First half, I thought, was brilliant. It's, it's Wasted wonderful. potential. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> okay, so anything more to say before I move on to my top figure of the year? Um, the only thing about this is that I really like the design of Zerg in the film. Uh-huh. So having this automatically thinks I want the bad guy to go with it. Have they solicited one? I say to figure out I have not, but Beast Kingdom has, and they've got like a like an appropriate size one to go with this. Um, I don't know. Got Zergs in B and M. Yeah, they do have those. <laughs> These uh, cheap ones. The cheap ones, yeah. Oh. Well, you'll have to wait and see them, I guess. Figure arts are kind of slow, aren't they, and a lot of stuff. Very slow, yeah. All right. Shall I get my number one out? Uh, right, so, yeah, number one figure of the year. I thought so. Really? <laughs> it is New Age Devastator slash the Constructicons. Toy Deco version. Odd that you thought so, because yeah, I wouldn't have thought so when I originally pre-ordered him. I, it was one of those kind of like, oh, do I want this? I don't really like combiners that much. It, uh, that was it. Like, I know that you are not a big fan of combiners. I was amazed that you bought this to mm-hmm. begin with. But, um, but when I saw you take pictures of it and you started messing with it, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. It's just really, it, well, it's New Age. It's everything I've already said about New Age. I'm not going to repeat it. It's just it's just that. It's just what they do. And it has that wonderful presentation box, gift box, mm. um, where you've got all the guys in uh, vehicle mode down the side, and it looks beautiful. Very G1. Yep, yeah, it's it, based on the G1 gift box from, the, from back in the day, as it were. And it's super solid, super really, really nicely articulated, the, the combined mode and the individual robots. The individual robots all have super intuitive, easy-to-do transformations. There's, there's no downsides. Like, there's nothing that I think, well, they could have done that better. It looks great. 
if you had any minor quibbles, maybe maybe a little bit of stability problems with some of the feet. But I, I don't know. I've always I've never had any problems. And they again, like we were talking about before, they redesigned a lot of them, a lot of their legs, and that because they the, the original versions were a bit lacking in certain ways. So New Age, being New Age, went, yeah, you're right, yeah, we'll do something about that. And they issued new legs for people and so on. So no, he's brilliant, and all the little toy deco decal tampos and that. Painted, isn't it? Well, well they're, 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 these are tampos. The these bits, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's loads of paint on it, uh, but all, yeah, all those things really kind of help it pop. And like the original Gecko one, the individual robots look very plain mm. because they did in the show. Whereas they've made these look a lot more individual. With like, I mean, you can see on the back there, like the chests of the guys have got like loads of little details on and stuff. This is just really, really well done. I, I feel like it. this is one of those figures. Like if you took it into an office. Someone would come up to you and say, oh, I had that as a child. Mm-hmm. That was exactly the way it looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you go, no, no. <laughs> actually, it was incredibly static. And it fell to pieces as soon as you looked at it. Yeah. It's... You have such an office delight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I've, had this, I've had this thing before where people have kind of come around my house to do some, I don't know, plumbing or something or whatever, and gone, oh, I had him. And I'm like, no. You didn't. <laughs> and then they upsold you on an extra pipe or something. Yeah, probably, probably, yeah. Something along those lines. It's, it's cheats as well, this does. The body is a separate thing. Like, mm-hmm. this is six six guys in one. You've got um this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. But then this whole chest section is a whole separate thing and the tops of the legs is a whole separate thing that just sits in the box when you've got them not combined. So it's a bit of a cheat. Everything from here mm-hmm. to here and the head is all a separate thing. And you've got... I can't remember what the dump truck guy is called now. Bone crusher? Overhaul? Long haul? No. <laughs> <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> who cares? But the guy who turns into a dump truck, he's basically just diving into his back and hiding. Like, mm. Didn't it, doesn't no, the G1 toy do something similar? Doesn't he just tab into the back as well? That's... You know what I mean? <laughs> you can see the little guy's bum here. It's like he's been shot in his <laughs> And he's just in there. And he's not really contri- contributing towards the, uh, the combined mode at all. Maybe he helps him with his balance. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, guess, yeah. It's just, just a little dump truck backpack. Nice. Or well, maybe he can keep some stuff in there, like <laughs> some sand or some bricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, does, it does sort of contribute towards holding the whole back section together a bit. And he comes with, like, the drill hands, right? Or drill hands, hands and hands. also, I wanted to kind of... He has a gun. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Has a gun which has lights and sounds. Don't really need it. Don't need the sounds, but it's nice to have, I guess. And got a laser light at the front. That's it. That's my number one. That's my. Fa- and, and again, just like last year, I couldn't have predicted it. I would never have said at the beginning of the year, oh, my favourite figure of this year is going to be a combiner. Um, and it's going to be Devastator. Like, no, not at all. It's a great pick. Um, I could tell that you uh, 
was, uh, I don't want to say gushing, but... Uh, <laughs> you, it's you're, not really you're, the descriptive word for Orion. <laughs> you, um, you're very easy to read when you like something. Mm. And you definitely like this when you got it. <laughs> well, I think it's important to, like, um, make it clear when you do like something, because... I get so, so much criticism for being negative about stuff. It's like, no, I'm just picky, mm-hmm. you know? And when I like something, I like something, and I don't, you know, hold back on saying so. And it also, I mean, I took lots of photos because there's so many things you can do with it. Mm. Like, it, you know, you've got six guys all transform, and then you've got the combined mode. Like, it's a lot of fun. And I took took this one along to the pub, and Michael had a great time whizzing it about because of force between modes he didn't need any instructions he is a bit of a genius though when it comes to transformation okay let's hear your number one well my number one top figure of the year for me is SH Figure Arts Super Saiyan 4 Goku who? <laughs> both of you have chosen one with a tail <laughs> sort of sort of <laughs> Is this the one you were meant to get last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so you wanted to put him in the top three last year, so... Yeah, the, he was meant to come around about this time last year, mm-hmm. and he didn't until, I don't know, February, March or something. I really, really love Super Saiyan 4. Um, not just because of Dragon Ball GT, where it's from. If you, you know, could be talking Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't know what he's talking about. Go on. Like many, I'm having a stroke. Like many <laughs> things, it's from... Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3 one of my favourite video games growing up uh huh and this did you say Budokai 3? Budokai oh (laughs) (laughs) he he was one of the favourite characters I had in the game and it was something that back in the day you had to you know complete the game and do things to unlock characters or evolutions you didn't just have to buy it from Mm -hmm. launch and you had to work hard and you had to play this game rigorously with other people mm-hmm. and that's some of my favourite memories is that and this really encapsulates it this is one of the same characters who first did um, one of those Dragon Ball model kits as well yeah you, I saw you built that yeah Yeah. I love the design of this it's so different from all the other transformations he has um, I, the accessories is great the new type of articulation they've done for them um, how they were able to move bits of his hair so you can still, you know, manipulate his head. I get what you mean, yeah. Yeah, he's got um, the hairs on there. Oh, some know, hinges in the hair, yeah. His fluorescent fur, you know. It, it's so ridiculous and it just encapsulates what I love about Dragon Ball. I didn't know until you told me that this was Goku. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I thought it doesn't look like Goku. But, yeah, very, very good. Very nice figure. I mean, it was HH Figuarts. They they make good stuff. A little bit of looseness here and there, but he's got he's got my one's got some loose uh, ankles. Yeah, but no, no, he's very very nice, very poseable. Yeah, he looks great. If I mean, I, like I say, I, Dragon Ball Z is something that happened when I was in my twenties. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Dragon Ball, the original Dragon Ball, started a lot earlier than that, but it wasn't really something that was available in the UK. Really, I mean, that whole kind of. 90s, early 2000 anime invasion that kind of happened with things like Dragon Ball Z and um, Gundam Wing and mm. so on, all kind of coming out on Toonami and all that. I watched some of that, I liked it, but I was a bit too old for it all. And... Oh, well, I should also admit as a disclaimer, I didn't like Dragon Ball Z when I was little. 
as in the show. Oh, they do think we should be calling it Dragon Ball Z, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Fuck, fuck those Americans. I didn't like. I didn't like it at the start, mm. um, and it was only because, like I said, the games and some of the extra stuff that they did mm. really got me into it. Yeah, I didn't. I, I went full circle uh, on it many years. I didn't. It wasn't until I was in college or something I really started to get into it. Okay, great, good choice. Mm-hmm. Well done. <laughs> and, and it's also why I said that um, number one, number two are kind of interchangeable. Like I think this is a really good figure, but it's just because it's soured by the movie mm. that it loses a few points, and this has more nostalgia and because of that game. Yeah, it goes up a bit. Yeah. That's fair. Oh, just talking, talking about loose ankles. <laughs> Goku just just chose that moment to fall over. They're, yeah, they're, them both being actually figure arts as well. There's a they're a lot easier to compare. Mm-hmm. And there were so many contenders from this year because I've been getting a lot of SH figure arts, Dragon Ball Z figures this year, mm-hmm. and it's all been great. Uh, a lot of them didn't come out this year, so they didn't make the list. Mm-hmm. But um, they've also just announced that they're doing the SH figure arts. Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta to go along with him and I assume that they'll probably do some more from this line because they don't they don't touch GT we don't talk about GT it's not canon I don't know what it is it's it's another thing it's another thing right cool so you're going to get some more of those as they come out then. yeah all pinky furry Super Saiyan 4 guys why not I mean <laughs> I, I do think I do think what SH Figarts have been doing with Dragon Ball Z is probably their best stuff mm-hmm. so yeah I mean if you like that, then absolutely, I can see it coming in your top three. Why wouldn't it? You know, like they do amazing stuff. It's so spot on to the animation and the characters. Mm-hmm. Everything scales well. Everything's really articulated. It's just, yeah. I mean, of all the SH Figuart stuff, it's probably some of the best stuff they do. And it, some of it, like on release, is quite um, gateway type stuff. Like some of them, like the, the standard Goku is thirty pounds, mm-hmm. and which. For some of the decos and ones they've done, it's like it's crazy that that's the the gateway to the to the line and now cheaper figures. So some of their other figures are a lot more expensive. Well, it's not crazy. It's good. It makes good business sense. Isn't it is it? good business sense, but it's not. It wasn't always like that. There's something they've started to to dial back a yeah. bit and have made it adjustments to their prices. It makes sense. Yeah, make make your main character affordable. Mm-hmm. And then people will start paying a bit more for the the ones that are the extra ones they want to go with it. Yeah? Right, so before we do the honourable mentions, you've got you've got one more present for me, haven't you? I do. I have two. Oh. So I'm gonna gift you another thing before we get on to the last present, yeah? Okay. So and this one it, it's good that you're here. Because <laughs> I made a, a snap decision after one of your presents. Oh. These are for one of them to you, one of them's for you. Oh. Mm. Glad I got out of bed for this. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> saga. Saga. I mean, I think you'll both enjoy Saga, but I think you'll probably enjoy it more. Alrighty. So that's for you. Thank you. Aha, uh-huh, this is the book that you've been referring to. It's time for your comic book education. <laughs> so I've got Dave, Gotham Central, uh, the first volume of, mm-hmm. which is the police procedural set in Gotham. Mm-hmm. 
And then Saga, which is one of the best comic books being made today. It's basically, uh, it's a huge space opera about, there's a big war going on uh, between the uh, the horns and the wings. And uh, two of them get together and have a baby. And then it's about, and it's just brilliant. It's, okay, it sounds a little bit like Good Omens, but spacey instead of angely. Mm, yeah, maybe. Cool, thank you so much. No worries. So, and I thought... After this, I should also add add to the pot. Alright. <laughs> there you go. So off the back of getting my blue beater and booster gold, I've now given Dave the first hardcover of Justice League International. I was just about to name everyone, but I don't know everyone here. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should know this person's name. What's this person's name? Mr. Miracle. And or, or Oberon. Oberon. And Doctor Light. Dr. Light. Okay. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. I I was honestly thinking about adding that to the mix before and I kept going back as a voice in my mind. And because you were referring to, I think you've got the uh, Guy Gardner punch in there. Oh, is this where it's from? Uh, It's probably in that first volume. It might not be, but I think it is. Guy Gardner. Where, yeah, where Batman punches Guy Gardner in the face and... Makes him nice. <laughs> he has like a kind of... He basically has concussion, which makes him a nice person for a while. <laughs> oh, cool. Thank you. No, you're, yeah. you're welcome. You're welcome. Shall I give you my one? Then? No, no, no. Because oh, oh, okay. like I said, I've got one more present for you. Oh, right. So we'll do that at the end. We'll do our final present at the end. Oh, yeah. So honourable mentions, do you have any? Uh, oh, actually, no, we should do the predictions. Oh, well, <laughs> Dave, would you like to read what's been stuck to your forehead? Some bloody awful McFarlane rubbish. Probably <laughs> Nightfall Batman. Um, Sentinel Peter. Does that say Fans Toys, Hannibal, or Acoustic Wave? I'm shocked you haven't put any Fans Toys in your list at all. I want to talk about Fans Toys. Because you bought quite a bit of Fans Toys this year. Um, but only one of them came out this year? Hannibal came out this year, didn't it? Yeah, that's the only one. Uh, yeah. And I thought, that knowing you, you break the rules and put Acoustic Wave in. <laughs> no. Um, something that breaks the rules. <laughs> something, <laughs> something X-Men. Oh, actually, there is no X-Men. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my predictions have been quite poor this year. Your predictions, you've, you've listed them as one to three. So did you think Mafex Superman was going to be number one? I thought it was going to be a lot higher than it was. But, yes, I should probably have uh, not numbered them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But then you've put... Snake Guy, which I assume is Serpentor. Serpentor, yeah. yeah. Such a way with words. <laughs> he was in my top three. And New Age Grimlock, Shrok, Devastator, which Devastator was my number one. Mm. New Age Grimlock was in my list. So, no, not, not, bad, not bad predictions whatsoever, to be honest. I, like I say, you bought so much stuff. It's really hard. I mean, I, I predicted that that guy would appear. Yes, he um, does. The McFarlane um, Chew Doll. I almost... I almost... I almost brought the Carl Rayner Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Just to throw you off what my number three was going to be. Okay, I'll just put that there and go, yeah, yeah, that would have been quite fun. Uh, yeah. Yes, so yes, I did predict TB, but that was it. Um, yeah, you're pretty much bang on. They were all in my list. Maybe not in the order you thought they were, but yeah, they were all in my list. So yeah, honourable mentions, you were going to do some. Uh, yeah. Well, you mentioned it just there. Marvel Legends, um, X-Men. Mm-hmm. It's a bit hard to define any, but that recent Cyclops was really great. It's all like the video box ones. The video box ones and the recent Beast. 
Mm. I think if I got that a little earlier, he might have made the list, but I literally got him last week. It's a really great beast figure. Obviously, all of the um, Spider-Man figures that came out this year for all the 60-year stuff, there was some really good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Didn't just quite make the list. The couple of Beast Wars figures in Legacy, like the Transylus, um, Inferno, really great. And Fans Toys. It, looking back, listening back to some of the earlier episodes, I found it really interesting. I can't remember what, what episode it was now, but there was one point... I bet that you would buy more mainline figures and then you were saying to me about well, maybe you're going to buy some more high-end figures. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's exactly what happened. Sort of. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's only been classified. You know, but yeah, no, you're right. You know, it is accurate. Although I think that was more in reference to Transformers though. Yes. I haven't bought any mainline Transformers. And I've been tempted here and there, but I... Uh, it's a super stuff you've already felt out. Well, it's not just that. <laughs> As we were talking about no, we'll get on to this. We'll get on to this. Oh, okay. It's slightly later in the podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll expand on, on the mm. Tantoys thing later, but Hannibal was on the list for quite a while. Mm-hmm. He almost he almost stuck it out, but I thought, like like you said, about Serpentor, I needed to give props to Hasbro for doing something right, and that's why I really had to yeah. highlight Override. I maybe would have thought he would have taken Prime's place. Mm, yeah, it, it was around that that spot. Mm. Yeah. Right. Anything else? I mean, any, anything that didn't qualify that you want to mention? Doctor Fate. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. I mean, like many uh, characters, um, superhero characters, sometimes I might not be all read up or know everything about them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, maybe as I should. Yeah. I've, got, I've got a book now. Um, but I've always liked Dr. Fate's aesthetic and I think it's embellishes on the right bits of it and um, it's a great little figure. Yeah. Okay. Well, for me, so I listed all the figures I bought this year because I can, because I don't buy as many as you do. Like I said, I totted them up and I probably, I probably bought 40 figures this year mm-hmm. in total-ish, roughly. And some of them have been the same figure. Like, I bought four Battle Android Troopers. I mm. bought, like, when it comes to classified, I've doubled up because, you know, you... With Cobra, you kind of have to... Co- you have to army build. It mm. don't look right otherwise. Mm. So, I've actually got all of mine in order, listed. I'm not going to go through them. But of the ones that weren't quite in the top ten, the ones I want to mention are... New Age Comic Deco Prime. Love him. He's really cool. He's up there. I'll bring him down, actually. Um, may as well. May as well join the, join the crew. He's great. But my... My criticism of him is the blue is too light and the wheels are blue in in vehicle mode. Like, why? <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's his gun's purple. I don't care that his gun's purple. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I, I, I've got a black one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, yes, his gun being purple is not ideal. But it is sort of comic book accurate. Yeah, no, it's... Uh... So, it's sort of all right. But yeah, I love... He's good, but he's not as good as the Megatron. And I already had the Megatron and the Grimlock in the list and the Shockwave in the list. <laughs> I was like, I don't need to have him in there too. Crimson Guard just came out for uh, for Classified. Really nice figure. A good example of when they do it right because some of the classic Classified figures are a bit gimpy. Mm-hmm. Oh, gimpy? Derpy? <laughs> weird? Wrong? Like, just, they're not very well built or they've got bad joints or they use gummy plastic. This doesn't. It's really good. Marvel Legends Amazing Fantasy 
uh, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Which you got me, which I do really like. It's a really cool figure. Like, uh, for for Marvel Legends, I love it. That's one of the Spider-Man figures this year have been. Mm. No, no, it's, it's, it's spot on what you'd want, really. I mean, yeah, the little web things are a little bit... <laughs> it could be better... But no, it's really nice, really nice articulated figure for a mainline figure. Like mm-hmm. really, really good. You know, it's not not on the same level as an Affex or whatever, but you know. I mean you got to experience that the the big contention with Spider Man figures is the being pinless, you don't get the red pegs on the black legs or Yeah, arms I, I can't say that I noticed. No? It was not um uh, It's never bothered me. It's never bothered you. Never ever. It's always been such a an oddity that people keep bringing yeah, up. Yeah, I this. know I know people do find it but I'm like, it's an action figure. I think the only, I think it's only because it's Spider-Man because of the two colours. Yeah, I get it. I, I get, I get why people find it. But pinless, schminless. <laughs> like someone went, oh, the Crimson Guard's pinless. I'm like, is he? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and then these guys aren't. Okay. Don't care. It's, but, it's not, it's not as big as the other with those guys. Cause it's no, I get, I, yeah, I totally get the reason why Spider, but it's ne- it has never bothered me. I've seen it and gone, oh, that's a shame. But <laughs> I never thought oh, that really annoys me. Okay. You know. So other things. So there are a bunch of other things in my list. But um, honourable mentions that I do want to mention is No Age Jetfire. I can't put him in the list because I haven't got him, but he looks great. And mm-hmm. uh, I reckon if I had one, he would probably have had an appearance somewhere. I think I pre-ordered him, but then I cancelled it. I was waiting to see which decos came out before I decide which one to get. Have they not released all of them yet? There's one more to come, but mm. I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with the kind of slightly metallic one. The toy deco one's nice, but it doesn't represent anything that I... It doesn't It doesn't look like a, a, the character from anything. Mm. You know, it's just a nice deco. So I might go with the kind of more kind of pearlescent one. He match up with the comic book deco ones a little bit better. Yeah. Um... Fan Hobby, Armada Megatron, and Energon Prime, I mean, I would never buy them, but they look brilliant. Me do. I think what Fans Hobby are doing are is spectacular. Uh, long may they continue doing stuff that you wouldn't normally mm-hmm. see in, you know, the masterpiece kind of level stuff. Mm. And Legacy G-Axis, uh, just because they did it. And it is, it is a really great toy. Uh, it's got a bit of a janky alt mode but it's a really <laughs> nice toy it really looks like him it has his the really great head sculpt on it just think it's really cool and then there's some things that don't qualify uh, the things that I bought this year that don't qualify like um, the more 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 than meets the eye stuff I bought I got I got Make Toys Swerve and Tailgate this year I got MMC Tarn Voss Tesserus Hasbro Brainstorm and Skids, which are not... I mean, Brainstorm's actually really good. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. I mean, Skids is a bit crap. But <laughs> Brainstorm's really quite nice for a for a mainline figure. Mm-hmm. From many years ago now. Yeah. And then I uh, got the classified... Classified BATs are brilliant. Mm-hmm. They are absolutely fantastic. You should have a go on one, really. Um, that... The, the Cobra Officers are cool, too. But that... That's just a brilliant figure. Everyone's been singing their, their praises. Especially because of all the the bits and bobs on them. You can swap them out and the damaged chest. and the... Yeah. it's. I mean, the, the original toy had that. The original toy, you could take his hand off and put a cannon in his, in his hand instead. Yeah. Or a claw or whatever. 
Carrying um, a hand in his rucksack, that's a bit creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the rucksack, you can put all the bits in. So, the, his, yeah. his, his, his stuff. So, in, in the canon, has he actually detached his hand? Yes. Blimey. <laughs> <laughs> he's a robot. Oh, I see. There you go. That, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I was going to say, he's very committed to his <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's a, and it comes with the... So, I've got one here with the, all the battle damage on. He's got the battle damage head as well. Oh, that's gorgeous. Mm. I love how that eye is poking through. Wow. It's really good. Yeah. But, yeah, those really, really nice figures. Uh, I think they did a great job of, like, updating... The, the original, uh, design from like the, nineteen eighty six or whatever it was, into this kind of like modernized version of the line. It's got all the kind of, all the things you want from the original thing, but it's, it looks less goofy. My all right, we're gonna do a little kind of wrap up of highlights, lowlights, anything you might have regretted. Yes, is there anything you, sh- you if you, anything you regret buying or regret not buying? Oh, let's go into that, okay. <laughs> Why not, yeah. It's just some of the stuff that I was talking about earlier about, I can't really regret it, but at the same time, it grinds me up a little bit. Like, all of a sudden, about how a lot of things, uh, a lot of Hasbro products went on sale, directly mm-hmm. out of the year, and I obviously bought some of these things at full price. Annoying. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> and then I had the opposite problem with some things. Some things I bought figures second hand, like I bought some of the SH figure art Dragon Ball Z figures second hand, only for them to reissue it. Yeah. Uh, well, like, there was no way of me knowing that. I think that's even less likely than the, the Hasbro, where mm. Hasbro sells. Like, yeah. what are the chances they were going to just reissue one of the figures? Yeah, but, you can never predict that, yeah. Um, uh, that's, that's it, really. I mean, I haven't had too many. Oh, no, 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 there is one I should mention. Year 2 Batman. Yeah. The McFarlane Toys Year 2 Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually was um, quite um, a nice figure until it broke. I mean, that was it. It was not, there was nothing I, I didn't mind. Hard cape, cloth cape, all that business. But it was such a big issue across from many people. We've spoken about it quite a lot on the podcast, so I'm not going to reiterate anything I've said about it. But, yeah, it, it just a... It's just the bad design, I think, is what's going on there. It's like, and I'm going to get onto it with some other figures. QC. If, well, no, it's not just Q. It is QC, but it's also, if you're going to design a figure to do something, mm. it needs to be able to do it without breaking, you know? And this happens with Transformers, you know, like like things with overly complicated transformations. You risk breaking them, transforming them. Mm. Um, and some of the classified stuff, like, you have to pull their hands out to change them over and the, the joints in the hands are quite weak and they can break. Mm. Give someone a toy. If you, may, if you design a toy that's meant to do a thing, have it do the thing without breaking. That's, that's just like toy, toy design 101. It's got to do, it's be able to do what it's supposed to do <laughs> without breaking itself, damaging itself. Yeah. So yeah, the, the fact that that um, McFarlane toy had that great big insane cape which made total sense because that was one of the well probably probably what probably the most iconic panel from that very bad comic book that McFarlane <laughs> made once but that's the look that um, McFarlane goes for mm. like he did it with Spawn it's a, it's a bit of a joke that there's almost no panel in Spawn where all the cape is in panel because it's so big 
So, yeah, that made sense. But then, yeah, not to have it not work properly, to have that kind of like swap out cape and then the, the arms break. Yeah, big no-no, big... Yeah, not fun. No. I did note down some of your previous regrets, which yeah. I think you fixed some of them. Power Range and Metallic figures, did you get those? I did get those. Yeah. And um, they are great. There you I go. I don't have um, any problem with those because they almost made the list, but I think the Turtles one to take the spot because technically they are just reissues of the first one well you were saying that the two you wanted to get on board with them and then the Turtles things came out and you pre-ordered them so I think that yeah those two kind of go hand in hand it, 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 it worked out fine mm. um, if anything it made me want to sell the first wave of them because then I just have the metallic ones mm-hmm. um, I actually they have changed them with their helmets so it does look better um, yeah what else did I say yeah, so um, you also said um, you might get some more what-if figures, which I think you did, and you said, once I've seen the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the show? I did actually watch all of what-if. I'm surprised. And I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did get some more what-if figures. Not all, not all of them, uh, but I did get I'm some surprised more. you've seen the show, considering there's still stuff from, like, know, right? 2020 <laughs> you've not seen. Like Hawkeye or... Uh, you seen? Have you, seen, you probably haven't seen. Have you seen She-Hulk? No, I've seen anything. I was, have you seen? What, what are you doing with your time? Watching too much YouTube. <laughs> YouTube on Instagram. That's where I live now. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, those figures were, were were really fun, and it's a mm. yeah, it was a nice, harmless little show. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so my regrets for the year were well, that's them. These are side. They are regrets, but I at the same time I'm not annoyed and I'm probably not going to bother anyway but I could have got Masterman Creations Carnifex um, mm. Overlord and I didn't and I would have probably liked to have had him on the More Than Meets the Ice Shelf and also the same goes for their um, Deathsaurus I did pre-order it then changed my mind mm. and I I stand by that decision but I st- it still looked great mm. I really liked it and Planet X Cactus or whatever it's called the um, the Grimlock from oh, IDW oh yes yeah, yeah. oh yeah that looks great but it's kind of masterpiece scale rather than uh, it would be a, it would tower over those guys so it would, it would probably not it is, might work but is, he, is he big big in the comics I don't know he's big but he's not that big okay he's bigger than ever with the most people but I would say he's kind of slightly bigger like if you look at that shelf I think he would be taller than Chrome Dome, but not stupidly taller than Chrome Dome. Yeah, he's he wouldn't if he, if I got the Planet X one, it would be almost as tall as Tesserus, which wouldn't be right, really. I mean, um, my uh, attachments to the IDW designs is is hit and miss, but I think that figure looked really good. Like, yeah, it does. Serious. It's got some QC, serious QC issues as well. Oh, so, oh. yeah, shoulders break off and shit oh, like oh. so like. <laughs> That's another reason why I thought... Ugh. And there was a point a few months ago where I was thinking of trying to get one, and then I thought, nah, 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 no. Stop. Let's just see what, see what happens in the future, and maybe I'll get something else. I do remember something I really regret from, that I didn't write down. Mm-hmm. Not buying that... I think I showed it to you. It was like an out-of-box fan toys blur. Uh-huh. That was just on its own. Mm-hmm. I had none of its bits and bobs. I kind of regret not buying that now. Tracking one of those down... It's become pretty hard. Hard and expensive, mm. and he's really all the, the last one to complete that shelf. 
Now I've got Ultra Magnus. It's like, that's... Yeah, oh, yeah. Who's missing? <laughs> he is the least important of the lot, though. The most expensive one to get. Yeah, I mean, I kind of... For me, Blur just doesn't figure in, because he's... <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, he's just there. Springer, Cup, Hot Rod, RC, Ultra Magnus, that guy. <laughs> It's like you, you mentioned it when we talked about the movies, like, it's almost like Power Rangers, so I'm like, I'm missing the Blue Ranger. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you are missing the Blue Ranger. Uh, other things, in a way, I regret getting back into Classified because it means reconnecting with Hasbro. <laughs> I love the figures, love their kind of um, nostalgic yet updated kind of uh, vibe that they've got going on. Yeah, they're great. But Hasbro... They are awful. You've had um, uh, you, you, you've had to experience them quite a bit, um, and had emails back and forth and discussions. Their their customer service is appalling, and their QC is appalling. Their prices are appalling. Their yeah. materials are appalling. Inconsistency. Yeah, just it's, stupidly inconsistent. It, I mean, we spoke about this last year. I'm sure it's mm. just it's so baffling as a consumer of their products. For the longest time, and you, you can tell there's been a shift in quality. Well, not so much as quality, just the type of. Um, you mentioned it with Override, like how one figure in a line may get more of the budget than others, mm. and then the rest of them are just you know get the scraps, and like it even feels like it in what plastic they get yeah. type scraps. It's just baffling. Mm. It really is. Mm. All the decisions with. Like uh, this set, this Philosotron set Override was in had the Cosmos who was only one in a pack. So he was in such high demand. Short pack, yeah. Short pack, yeah. Mm. Why? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's almost like Hasbro want you to hate them. <laughs> like, they're, they're like, how can we get almost there but then do something that really pisses them off? <laughs> they do it every time. They go, we'll make this an exclusive. Mm. Why? It's a major character. Oh, we'll, we'll do this, but we won't include that one thing that you will want. Or, or, or we'll make this out of a weird floppy plastic that, that just won't stay still or won't, won't, won't hold its shape. Or, or we'll, just, we'll just have rampant QC issues with this one. Why not? Oh, and um, we're just going to send them all to you through Yodel, the worst courier company on the, on the <laughs> yes. planet. It's, yeah, they they just... can't be worse than Hermes. Oh, I don't know. Like, it's, it's just... Every decision they make seems to be, yeah, designed to make me hate them. And it's like, why? Because I, I like, I like the designs of the toys. I think the toys are well designed, but everything else you do mm. is wrong. And then you go plastic-free packaging for some things, but not everything. And it's like, well, just make a decision. Just, just stick to it. Like this. Like, why was this not? Um... Plastic free. free. Yeah, you're, uh, Dave is pointing to uh, the uh, Haslab Star Saber and Victory Saber, uh, Victory Leo that he bought along to show me. Um, yeah, that, that that could definitely have been plastic free because there's no need. No. No one's going to present it in the box because they're exposed. The figures are exposed anyway, aren't they? They're still, they're still on a kind of attached to a clamshell, aren't they? And even if you took it out, that's it. There's no point. But you can't put them back in. So. Yeah. So what's the point? <laughs> Don't use plastic then. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's me st- that's my moaning out of the way um 
And so yeah, things I things I uh, my previous regrets into a shockwave which I fixed. I've now got two. <laughs> and uh, Iron Factory Legends. I was saying I might dabble in them. I didn't. I've got over it. Right. My curiosity has worn off. <laughs> so, um, Dave, what high? What were your highlights of the year? Just, just to be toys, you know. Oh yeah, um, I already mentioned it. Um, the, the, my ever-growing SH Figure Arts Dragon Ball Z collection. Mm-hmm. Really fun. It's um. It's made me reconnect with the show and the Abridged series that I really like about um, Dragon Ball Z and in the fandom as well. Yeah, it was great because the people doing the show are doing like a commentary series on it. And oh, awesome. it. oh, cool. The MP collection that's been going on for me, we talked about it before, I've got some of the movie cast from Fans Toys and I've got the odd G1, Generation 1, uh, let's go with Optimus Prime, some of the other guys, the ARC bots. Yeah, really fun. It's nice. Um, it's nicer uh, to have uh, like a real top quality version of a character um, displayed and being able to you know jazz up and change around my displays to fit them in. You've essentially switched places with me, uh, as in that you've now got into the whole MP thing and I've got out of it. <laughs> yeah, because um, I was collecting nothing but MP for ages, mm-hmm. and I've moved away from it mostly because of the tune aesthetic. But yeah, um, no, I think, yeah, the MP line is definitely something that you should have got into because it's, you were trying to do this with mainline stuff and I just don't think it ha- it looks as great well, on the shelf as the MP stuff does. I know what we were talking about before with mainline, like it's just because they just keep doing the same people again and again and again mm-hmm. with very little changes. I mean, God, like, how many times do they do that Siege Ironhide yeah. Again, and then they did this new eighty-six one, which slight changes again, and it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. just boring. I mean, it's why override here. I'm glad that they're doing something different and bringing in the stuff with legacy, which I guess they kind of tried to start with with Transformers Red, which I think is almost dead now. Um, <laughs> I told you, bringing out bringing out characters from different eras of Transformers, and I think that's yeah. something to to latch on to. Why? Yeah. don't need to keep buying the same characters yeah so you just get the perfect version and dump the rest you're getting there, <laughs> We're getting there. Um, so selling selling a lot of my collection as well mm-hmm. that's been fun it's been uh, interesting to, to you've been doing so well I wish I could say I never doubted you for a second but <laughs> I completely doubted you I thought you you were going to have it tugging at your heart. I can't get rid of anything. No, no, a lot. But you've been amazing. A lot of figures have gone, and a lot of figures are prepared to go. The only other thing I would say is been um, completing the Spider Verse guys um, with that Marvel Legends Spider Man Noir. Very nice figure, and the the Nendoroids that I've been getting this year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, which is why I'm going to do a, a list of Nendoroid top 10 because there's been some really fun ones this year nice like good guy bad guy companion pieces just, <laughs> they all look the same <laughs> they all have exactly the same face massive bobble head yeah come on you like cute things though don't you <laughs> I'm a sucker for something that's really you know adorable and yeah. it's all very very cute um, you know, not what I describe them as no, Terrifying, um, <laughs> hideous, not cute, not at all. 
Orion is a cat person. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that explains everything here. I'm not a baby person. <laughs> I don't go. need all my favourite characters from pop culture turned into babies. You say that? No. <laughs> you wait until they do a Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. <laughs> yeah, I'll expect that for next Christmas, yeah? Um, yeah, no, that's been some of the highlights. I think because mm, last year I was buying a lot of Nendoroids, mm. but they were from things I haven't even played or different games yeah. and what's. A lot of the ones I got this year are from franchising the things that I'm a lot more attached to. So. Anything non-trans, sort of non-toy based you enjoyed this year that you want to... Uh, got a new job. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, no, so uh-huh. not really. I mean, I haven't even watched many things this year. Like, I haven't mm-hmm. been catching up with all the, the stuff that's been going on. I guess the... Um, I've really enjoyed doing the podcast, you know, we've good. had, we've good, had, good. <laughs> we've had um, a variety of guests this year. Yeah, yeah. Some, some even, people have actually heard of. You know? Yeah, even a famous one so far, yeah. Um, and there's plans to do more, more on that later. And of course, I'm um, going to TFN, you know, it was... Yeah, I enjoyed TF Nation more than I expected to. Yeah, yeah. it was so welcoming, everyone to sit down and have a chat with you, you know, it was such a friendly experience. Mm. I can't sing his praises enough. Yeah, I think that's something, something, a very positive thing that could be said for the Transformers fandom is that, yeah, of course there are some people who are a little objectionable, but mo- on the whole, everyone's really welcoming and open, and mm. it's it's a very it's a very mixed bag of people, and it's become more and more so over the years. So mm. no, I think it's great. All right, well, let me do my highlights then. My highlights were picking up more MMC IDW figures. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been they're now centre, the centrepiece of my collection at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might move things around later, maybe when the Haslabs his tank turns up. Yes, I know. Yes, uh, I am a sucker. <laughs> um, and continuing to um, go and go and uh, meet the guys in the pub at the Brighton Hove Transformers Collectors little group, that's been great. Other stuff, like toy-wise, I mean, I've been kind of going off toys this, this year a little bit. But like, there's loads of other stuff that I really like, enjoyed. Um, the Boys season three, Yay. spot on. It's more of the same. It's more yeah. of the same. It's very good. The Orville season three. Now I didn't mention the Orville last year. I really should have done. Maybe I don't know. Maybe or maybe season two of Orville was the year before. There was a big gap. But I think the Orville is the Star Trek show that isn't called Star Trek, and should def- It's better than any Star Trek show currently on television. This is the Seth MacFarlane show, right? Yeah. 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 It's great. It's it, it's it's the spiritual successor to Next Generation. Like it it does what Next Generation did in the nineties. Now, so it deals with lots of um, big issues. Like there's a whole issue. There's a whole kind of storyline about um, gender transitioning. Like there's lots of stuff in there that's really kind of like current important things happening in society that they that they cover really well in a really what what next generation did really well was was take those issues and put them in a different setting mm. and kind of tell a story about it without kind of getting in without having to get into the the politics that's happening in the real world but just hinting at it it does a great job of that mm. um and it's got better and better as it's gone on it is not some silly comedy show i think that's what people thought it was when it first started is that what it was when it first started or was it it was a bit more comedy when it first started yeah. a little bit more 
but it was never full on comedy. It's a proper, it's a proper Star Trek show. Mm. I would recommend it. Honestly, watch it. It's really good. If you can get over the fact that, especially early on, the sets and the effects are a bit janky because it's quite cheaply made. It gets better as it goes on because they get, I think they get a bigger budget. Oh. But it's a great show. Um, I mean, even though Seth MacFarlane's not the greatest actor in the world, it's good. Okay. It's very good. Uh, She-Hulk, that was a really good show. Really enjoyed that. Everyone online slags it off because there's something wrong with them. But it's brilliant. That should, that should have been on my list, actually. I really loved that She-Hulk figure from uh, okay. the Marvel Legends. Really fun. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And oh, and and what probably one of the biggest highlights is getting in back into Transformers UK comics and buying them up. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've loved it. I've been like going to um, London Comics Mart, picking up comics there. I've been buying them online. Like it's just been really nice picking up all those old issues and re, you know, reminiscing in a way. Mm-hmm. And just there's three hundred and thirty two issues for me to pick up, and I've already got about two hundred of them. <laughs> I'm getting there. And no, it's been really nice and kind of reconnecting with comic collecting and stuff, which is something I used to do a lot of and kind of dropped off of. It's been brilliant. Um, and there's a few surprising ones. Like I said, TF Nation was surprised I enjoyed it as much as I did. I wasn't sure I would. Um, but, you know, you can go back and listen to our podcast on TF Nation if you want to hear <laughs> the full details of how I felt about it. Uh, Peacemaker, the TV show, that came out of the left field. Like, I had no idea they were even making a Peacemaker show. I really enjoyed the the Suicide Squad. I think it's the Suicide Squad that's a good one, and Suicide Squad's the bad one, or it's the other way around. No, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. The James Gunn Suicide Squad movie is brilliant, and you still haven't seen it. No, I keep telling you to watch it. <laughs> you do. Many people do. <laughs> it's great, and you must watch it, and then you must watch Peacemaker because Peacemaker is brilliant. I was um, I was shocked that they were making it. I mean, like I. I... When I don't watch things or I haven't watched stuff, I try my best to avoid topics or threads and that discussing it because then I say I don't want to be spoiled, but at this point I don't really mm. care. I'm sure many people die, whatever. But of the characters in it, I didn't think that he would get his own spin-off show from it. Mm. And it being so well-received as well. like John Senna is a fucking sensation. It's <laughs> DC's been on a very rocky terrain of... Their movies, their TV shows, their every everything they're doing really, mm. you know, it's been quite de- divisive within the fandom. But those two, those two things, I hear many good things about, and like it's from what I hear, you know, people talk about it quite highly, and I keep getting recommended to watch it. And they're handing the reins of the DC universe over to James Gunn. Yeah, that is a smart move in my opinion. So long as it doesn't get all homogenized. Like another another comic book universe has become, you know, Marvel. Um, <laughs> it would be, I think it's going to be some good stuff should come out of that. Just allow things to be individual and quirky and different, rather than everything coming out coming, you know, being in the house style. I mean, I think but, I think even um, DC is so. I mean, they've proven it. They can, they could do both. You could have more than one story. I don't think you have to be so trapped. Oh, great. a continuous interlocking shared universe you shared universe mm. and just separate stories like mm-hmm. nothing to do with that it's just good films on their own sprinkled in and that's always what DC have been better at in comics like okay. this book is this way this book is that way 
yeah, they're in the same universe, but you don't have to think about it too much. It's they're not going to always turn up in each other's things all the time, you know. And you you can just kind of get by with it. What, you did, know? what did you say they call it? Is it Elseworld stories when they just do? Oh, Elseworld, yeah. They just do something random, and it's just like Elseworld is essentially the same as Marvel's What If. Yeah. Like it's like this is like for instance, a, um, a well-known Elseworld book is Gotham by Gaslight, which mm-hmm. is a kind of steampunk before steampunk was a thing. Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah, they, they do that kind of stuff. But also, they, you get a comic book like Justice League International, mm. which is very tongue-in-cheek, very silly. And meanwhile, you'll have something serious going on in Batman or serious going on elsewhere. And you go, well, these two things don't seem to match up. They don't have to. Mm. It's fine. You know, you can have your serious The Batman movies and then you can have a silly Suicide Squad movie. I did see that. Yeah, um, yeah, we've spoken about that as well. Previous podcast to well, two two podcasts back. Go check it out. We spoke to spoke about um, Batman, uh, Mass of the Phantasm, and we did do a little bit, me, you, and Galactosh, a little bit on the Batman. Anyway, so yeah, surprising one, Peacemaker, Strange New Worlds, also surprising. This is a Star Trek show, mm. an actual official Star Trek show, and it is not shit. Is this the one with? Captain Kurtz, Captain Orton. It's um, Captain Keir Starmer. <laughs> <laughs> it's Captain Pike, but he looks like he looks like Keir Starmer. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Isn't this uh, the guy who played Black Bolt in? Yes, I think MCU it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he, that's that show is actually pretty good. Okay. I recommend watching it. It's the closest the as people call it new Trek. Mm-hmm. It's the closest new Trek has got to actually feeling like proper Star Trek because Star Trek Discovery is oh, it's, it's a shit show Picard? Picard is the worst oh, mm-hmm. oh right. horrible show <laughs> but no Strange New Worlds really good uh, I mean okay not really good but you know how because all the other content is so bad something stands out as being better and therefore you like love it that's Strange New Worlds. It's not brilliant, but it's much better than anything else they've done. And it's definitely the way I think they should go. That's how I describe the Batman. No, <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> but then I haven't seen the Suicide Squad. So well, no, but yeah, but uh, oh, I suppose it's. Uh, if, I suppose if you're comparing it to. Yeah, I suppose if you're comparing it to the other DC movies, generally. Mm. Yeah, okay, maybe. It's boring. Anyway. Um, and or Star Trek Star Wars sorry Star Wars and or is again where'd this come from why is this so good it's like it's a Star Wars show without going oh look he's in an X-Wing oh there's Yoda (laughs) hasn't got any of that bullshit it's just a really good kind of political thriller drama Uh, it's interesting that it's so it's got like Twice or three times the amount of episodes or something, isn't it? It's like it's longer than... I think it's 12? 12 ten, episodes. Ten, ten or 10, maybe 10. Because like, normally they only get like five or six or... Yeah, six or episode series is for, um, I think, Mandalorian and... But this is the thing, th- th- there's enough story there to fill that out. It doesn't feel decompressed. Whereas, probably six episode ones do, because there's nothing <laughs> happening in them. <laughs> So, no, it's a really good show. I absolutely hugely recommend it. And um, a surprise, I didn't even know they were doing it. The Marvel Studios um, one-shot, Werewolf by Night. If you've not watched it, watch it. It's 40 minutes. Just get it watched. 
Oh, is it just one thing? Yeah. So, oh, okay. It's brill. It's yeah. really good. Doesn't take itself too seriously. Really kind of pulpy, kind of um, uh, monster horror fun. I mean, I know nothing about... You don't need to know anything about anything. No, no, no. I mean, that's the ones that are actually more mm. enticing to me these days. It's like, I know nothing about this. You don't need... Yeah, mm. it's... It, honestly, you don't... Some, some of the characters in there are legacy characters from from Marvel, but you don't need to know anything about them. Yeah, it's very refreshing in a world of remakes and reboots mm. to just go in something blind. Yeah. Honestly, the way it was when we were kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, sh- I, show- I, sh- I showed Mother half it and she really she really enjoyed it like it was like you-, you don't need to know anything about anybody in this there's no you know Tony Stark's not going to pop up halfway through it <laughs> you know there's, there's no going to go referencing the Infinity War or whatever this is not happening it's just going to be it's just going to be a lovely little kind of kind of noir because it's, it's mostly filmed in black and white mm. it's just it's brilliant really really good oh, okay. definitely but Fantastic. There you go. My How many got any low lights? Anything you want to kind of uh, get off your chest as kind of being a bit of a, a downer this year? Top of the list. Uh, Haslab QC. Mm-hmm. Well, we kind of talked... Well, Haslab QC. Do you want to get into that or do you, should we just... I think everyone knows what that is. Well, it was, it was mostly to, to with the recent Star Saber. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a pretty easy or lucky compared to some people but like some of the things you were showing me in the last few days and what people have got mm. and how it's just been so bad it's shocking yeah I wasn't trying to put a huge down on it <laughs> I was just like you need to know these things for when you get it <laughs> to check it to make sure that yours is alright lucky yeah. it was but... yeah yours is, mo- yours is mostly alright it's got one or two little things but you've reported them to Hasbro and the, and and Give Hasbro their due. They are replacing stuff for people. They're replacing stuff for you. I don't know what the replacements are. I don't know what I'm getting, but I'm going to get... Well, something. I suppose whatever you told them was damaged, they're going to replace. Hopefully. Yeah. The other weird... Um, if you notice, the trans art is not on my list. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Mm. I hadn't thought about that, honestly, because I was thinking, surely that Rat Trap would make an appearance. Rat Trap normally almost snuck his way all the way up to quite a high spot, because he is great until... His arm snapped off. Popped off. Um, and this has not been the same since. He's, um, it's a ball joint, so once I guess I can pick it up somehow. But I don't understand. Now it's come out, it's just so loose. Really? Uh, and it's annoying because of how it transforms. I'm pretty sure it's one of the few of the trans art figures that has properly re-engineered how it transforms. Mm-hmm. It's got like faux shoulders and he's got like the real rat head inside him and stuff. Like... Yeah, yeah. Very different. But yeah, it's just... I don't know. It was annoying. Um, and then the Megatron and his weird light-up eyes having issues. And it was... It's massive. Almost made the list, but... Mm. I think that TransArts have got carried away in a way because they did a pretty good job mm. of the first three or four releases, which mm. were Primal... Cheetor, Ravage. But in a way, those are the low-hanging fruit. Because they're like... The original toys were so simplistic and easy to transform in the first place. I mean, Ravage doesn't even have an alt mode. Mm-hmm. Well, he does, but you know what I mean. So they were able to just kind of upscale them 
improve the deco, improve the detailing, and just whack them out. And everyone was like, wow, these are great. Mm-hmm. And they're cheap. But now that people are expecting more from them, they've got to kind of up their game. And the one thing I don't think they do well is engineering. And materials. Yeah. Yeah, the materials are not great. And there's bits, the bits of the engineering that kind of feel that they're not very well toleranced or they... Like, for instance, your ball joint pops off and it won't... It, it's now loose. Yeah, like, it's, it's like... They could have engineered it better. They did They did have someone at TFN going through a very rigorous explanation of plastic and which type of plastic... Oh, yeah. That was a very interesting type. Mm. But I, there's, a, there's a type that they use mm. that is brittle. Yeah. And with the force that you need to transform some of the parts, mm. you're going to break it. So stuff like that. There's definitely some of that on the Megatron. Like it transforms practically like the original, but mm. there is parts in it where, like, even when I was watching reviews, people were like, "Oh yeah, don't do it this way because you will break it." I was like, "Oh, wow." They're they're not they're not there, are they? There's a scale, isn't there, of mm. of people who do good engineering, good materials, and so on, and it kind of like it's a sliding scale. And I put like someone like New Age at the top of that scale, mm. and I would say. Transarts, their strength is the deco and that, but then their their engineering and their materials is pretty poor. Yeah, and that's why they didn't make the list. Uh, okay, yeah. And just the, the problems with the QC that people have been having, it's um, I mean, from what you were saying about G.I. Joe, mm. Marvel Legends, Hasbro QC, basically. Hasbro QC. Um, and I suppose also McFarlane QC with the, uh, with, uh, the year, yeah. with the year two Batman. Yeah, yeah. You done? Mm-hmm. There are your lowlights? As it were? Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I don't have a lot. I mean, the main one is... No. Beast Wars. Masterpiece! <laughs> Two years we've gone without them now. What are you doing, Takara? Where are my Beast Wars masterpieces? Are we not having any more? Are we done? They're too busy making trains. The Masterpiece line is clearly in disarray. Like, if you look at how many Masterpieces came out in 20, 2019... Mm-hmm and you compare it to this year, or even last year, it's it's about half as much. What actually came out this year? I'm actually written this down somewhere, actually. Uh, this year, excluding the trains, mm. which I would say I put in another little kind of subline because they're not really... They don't go with the rest of the masterpieces. Yeah. They're just kind of a separate thing. They're MPG. They're not the same. Yeah, yeah. So excluding the trains, there's been one new mould this year. Oh. Trailbreaker. Oh. And there's one new mould penciled in for next year, which is Jetfire. I thought that was meant to come out this year. No, it's out next year. What else came out this year, then? Um, some repaints, like um, Nightbird, I think. And uh, I think I have it up here, actually. Um, here we go. Right. 2020 was the last year that there was a full complement. 2020 had Smokescreen Plus version. Mm. You had Lyre Convoy. You had... Uh, Burning Convoy, the plus, mm. plus version of uh, Prime. You had Black Convoy, the black repaint of uh, M- um, Optimus Prime. You had Tigertron. Mm-hmm. You had Spin Out, which was a repaint of Sunstreaker. Mm-hmm. And you had RC. That's seven. And of them, there's about three new moulds in there, I think. Lyo Convoy, Tigertron, and RC. Mm-hmm. This year, Nightbird... Repaint of RC. Senator Crosscut. Repaint of Reboost. Oh, I was like, who the hell is that? Hmm? The silver one. (laughs) Trailbreaker. That's it. Wow. 
That's all that's come out, unless you count the trains. And for next year, at the moment, we just have three penciled in for next year, and two of them are repaints. Uh, you've got Skyfire, then you've got the Dark Amber Leo Prime, or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you've got um, Burnout. And she that's uh, the repaint of Skids. But that's it. Like The whole line is in disarray. I'm surprised they haven't released that MP cliff jumper that was floating around. Well, that'll probably come out next year. <laughs> um, and then what else we've got? No, no Beast Wars MPs, lack of masterpieces in general. Mm. No new Spider-Verse movie, that was a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. Spiraling prices of stuff in general, that's a disappointment even though I understand it, I don't like it. The MCU. <laughs> Last year I was looking forward to Multiverse of Madness yeah. and Thor, Love and Thunder, <laughs> and they were both bad. I mean, the Doctor Strange, I wouldn't say it's a bad film, but it's very, it didn't live up to the hype and it was very lacking. Thor is a bad film. Yes. Agree. It's not even a film. It's just it's just a kind of a bunch of memes <laughs> like, <laughs> strung together. It really is. It's it, it... I'm a, I'm very disappointed in uh, uh I can never say his name correctly. Taitawa. Yeah. I'm really disappointed in him for not it looks like he just didn't give a shit. He's he's a character a character in um the Buzz Lightyear film. He plays one, does he? Yeah. Um, yeah. I like him in lots of things. I, I, I like I like what we do in the shadows. I think, especially the original, it's brilliant. Mm. Not the TV, not the new TV show, or even the second, the remake movie, the original movie. Oh. Yeah, but I agree. I think he's a very, I think he's very talented, but I think he has a tendency to rest on his laurels and go, I can be funny. Mm. <laughs> so why don't I just be funny? And problem with Love and Thunder was it wasn't that funny. It tried to be funny, uh, but it tried too hard in places. You know, some really, really cringy kind of like, why is this? Mm. Oh, and she's got that bloody grenade that's a wireless speaker instead. And it's just, what, are you, what are you doing? You remember it a lot better than I do. Uh, is it, it was just loads of little stupid throw. Yeah, yeah. It was like, for all the character that mm. they were introducing and everything, it felt... I mean, I don't know a lot about Jane Foster 4 or a lot about how it's done in the comics, mm-hmm. but I could imagine that it's handled and the time she is for a lot longer than they experimented it in the film. Like, yeah. It felt very rushed. Unnecessarily rushed as well. Like, I don't get why. It... just need to get it in there, didn't they? And that's the thing, because it was constantly taking the piss out of itself. The, the hard-hitting emotional stuff didn't hit because... It was like, but no one's taking this seriously, so why, sh- why should I take her cancer seriously, you know? Mm. Like, it just wasn't... It was pitched badly. Mm. Even Christian Bale wasn't that great. Yeah, I mean, I guess... I think if I was in your position and I uh, <clears throat> was in touch with the comic books and of these characters, um, I would be a lot more miffed about it, but I just think it was a, a real... Big swing and a big miss mm. in the worst way. Yep, that's it. I just, I just think the, uh, I think the MCU needs to shake up. The main stuff, phase whatever we're on now, it's been a bit meh. I can take it or leave it. I don't feel any need to go and see Wakanda Forever. I'll, I'll wait until it's out on streaming. Yeah. Uh, can't be bothered. Yeah, I know. I do. I do. I do get what you mean. Yeah, it's definitely been a bit of a. Luckluster, yeah. I think he's just running out of steam. Maybe. <laughs> My 
And anyway, let's stop banging on about bad things. It's Christmas! Yeah! Final present time, I reckon. Oh, right. So, here's your final present. Mm-hmm. It's a box. Masterpiece MP17 Prowl. Thank yeah, it's, I mean, it is a hand-me-down, because it was mine, <laughs> but I thought, you've got this burgeoning MP collection, you're mm-hmm. talking about getting the art crew together, I'm sorry he's not got blue windows, but there you go. Thank you. <laughs> cool. And it's a figure I don't have, so there you go. Yeah, there's again... That was quite difficult, wasn't it? Buying, toy, <laughs> buying toys for you is impossible, because I don't know what you haven't got, you know? Well, I know that you haven't got this. Oh. Here's your figure. I know what this is. Because <laughs> I can tell by the shape. But I'm going to pretend I don't... Oh, what could it be? What could it be? It's so funny. right? <laughs> <laughs> it's what I thought it was. No, yes, it's... Uh... So, we were talking about these the other... yesterday. This is the Higher Toys Judge Dredd. Thank you, because I wouldn't have bought this for myself because I'm waiting for them to bring out the six-inch line because these are the these are the four-inch or whatever they are, but they do look fantastic. I mean, we talked about it last year mm. and what things you were looking forward to, and they still haven't done it. Still haven't done it. <laughs> but that's really nice. Thank you. These small ones look really great. They're really nicely sculpted, really well painted. So that might hold you over until they actually do it. This might lead to me rushing down to Dave's Comics and buying Judge <laughs> Death to go with him, you know. Uh, the rabbit holes. You lo- Thank you very much. Sorry. Thank you. No, no, it's great. Brilliant. Well, isn't that wonderful? So, let's wrap everything up. Mm-hmm. Are there any things you're looking forward to in 2023? Uh, oh my gosh, I did write a long list for that. Um, <laughs> I'll just fly through them. Zap Megazords, which is the Hasbro right. Megazord line. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of those I'm looking forward to. Um, the XTB Galvatron, um, which I think should come out this year, but it's probably not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, X-Transbox. Legacy Optimus Prime, the Prime I've been waiting for forever. May actually happen next year. About bloody time. Mm-hmm. Um, going to TFN. Uh-huh. Really looking forward to that. And more Nendoroids. Mm. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, you like you, you like what you like, don't you? Um, Do you think you'll go to TFN, Orion? Probably. I said yes after going. Yeah. But as it becomes further away, less I feel less like it. But I probably will. I probably will. I'm not. I'm not bought a ticket, and I'm not going to buy a ticket yet. But um, I do think I might go for the weekend. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's more likely to go to the one in August than the Manchester one. Oh, I'm not going to the Manchester one. Yeah. It's, what's the point? You can. Manchester is great, I'm just saying. Yeah, Manchester's a great city, but I've I've been to Manchester hundreds of times, so it's not... I've never been, so... Well, yeah, maybe go then. Maybe go, enjoy Manchester. Right, so things I'm looking forward to. Now, actually, I was going to say, I guess, the Mezco Spider-Man figures. I'm looking forward to them now, seeing your Mezco figures. They're coming. Masterpiece Burnout, just because I'm starved for good masterpieces, and she looks great. I really like the deco. And it gets to go with, with my uh, my reboost. Mm-hmm. Um, I am looking forward to the Haslabs His Tank. Of course I'm looking forward to it. I spent a lot of money on it and I do want it. 
I am worried that it's going to have some kind of problem because most Haslabs have, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it will be the centerpiece of my G.I. Joe classified collection and it's going to look good with all the Cobra Troopers and uh, Vipers and so and so. I did write the higher toys six inch Judge Dreadline. <laughs> so in the meantime, maybe I'll just get into the four inch uh, uh, line for a while. Yeah, I, I, they need to make them. They need to. Th- these. I mean, look. This is this is beautiful. It'll be even better three inches taller, wouldn't it? <laughs> I didn't even know, like. I'm because I remember last year you were explaining to me the different judges and all that. I was like, I didn't even realize there was this array of characters and designs and. You know, um, it's a whole universe. Oh well, yeah, I, I knew the bare minimum, and all like my entry to it really was that Stallone film, and that's it. Like, yeah, you don't watch a Stallone film. <laughs> well, you've watched Dread, haven't you? I've not watched Dread. What? <laughs> <laughs> Go home and watch Dread. Watch Suicide Squad <laughs> and Dread. No. Watch them. They're brilliant movies. They're all on the list. <laughs> watch. Uh, so anyway. Looking forward to. I think there's going to be a second season of Peacemaker. Uh, I think there's going to be a second season of Inven- Invincible eventually, so that'll be good. Spider Verse Two movie movies, mm-hmm. yeah. More saga because. Mm-hmm. So, just to fill you in, I've got three, three big books of saga up there. Those three books all came out in succession, and then Brian K. Vaughan and Fiona Staples took a massive hiatus for about four years yeah. wow. it's back now um, so there's going to be more yeah that um, and then things that don't have anything to do with toys um, well I suppose I've already said Saga's not. I'm going to go see Pulp in Finsley Park oh, looking wow. forward to that yeah. and we have some exciting guests lined up for next year for the podcast yeah so <laughs> look out for that mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to them mm-hmm. definitely going to be doing a bunch more interviews in 2023. So that's that's my things I'm looking forward to. Um, just before we go, Dave, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, I feel like I did. <laughs> uh, wait for more sales, narrow down the collection, sell more figures. Yeah? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I wasn't expecting that second one. <laughs> <laughs> um... No, 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 I think, um, like I said the same thing last year, like, the Mm. more I buy, the more I get an idea of what it is I like and I don't like, Mm -hmm. and it's getting easier to sell the figures I don't like, or figures I think this other one is better. Curate your collection. Exactly. Refine it. And, you know, I think sometimes people, like my family, think that it's something you can do overnight, but it's not. It's going to take time. So I hope they're not listening. I'm going to get get through it, and I think once it's really, like, stuff starts to really start to go, I can uh, curate my collection and have a nice displays. Mm. That's what I'm looking forward to. Cool. I mean, mine's similar, but mine's a little bit more hardcore. Um, (laughs) Quitting toys. Oh, yes. No, I'm not quitting toys, but I'm going to be a lot more selective and I'm going to try to buy as few new toys as possible this year, this mm-hmm. coming year. I'm going to try and buy second-hand vintage stuff over brand new, shipped over here from China, 
ruining, oh. ruining the planet shit. Right. So my basic rules are going to be no new toys, but I will definitely break that if something I really want comes out. No, no pre-ordering, pretty much. No speculative. No, almost no pre-ordering at all. I'm thinking, just, just, just unless, unless I really want it. Not, I'm not going to pre-order it. I'm just going to get it when it comes out. And if, it, if it's not available, it's not available. Fuck it. And or I'll wait for someone to sell it secondhand because this happens. I'm going to try and get stuff from. If I'm buying new stuff, try and get it from a, a UK place who've shipped it all over in on mass. So therefore, saving on you know things just being flown over to me or shipped over to mm-hmm. me. Um. And yeah, I think I'll be getting more into buying. Well, I'm going to continue buying the old comics, so that's that's cool. And um, I think I'm going to start comic collecting again in a kind of small way, going back and getting the old Transformers comics. And and also, I picked up a few issues of Justice League International, so I'm going to maybe buy a few more of them. Keep going to the um, London Comics Mart. That's loads of fun, and there's a nice group of people that go down there, mm-hmm. and it's something me and Galactosh can do. It's good fun. And yeah, yeah, and possible exceptions to buying new would be if Mastermind Creations reissue uh, Helix, I would probably pre-order that. Mm-hmm. You know, just fin- see if I can finish off the Lost Light crew and the uh, the DJD. Uh, yeah, well, I think that, to be fair, you, you will probably stick to that quite well. I think that there is the odd exception that may occur, but I doubt. Yeah, which is why I've given that proviso. Uh, I, think, uh, uh, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it, that's 2021 in a nutshell. Have you made a list of your favourite bots or action figures from this year? What are they? Did you enjoy or like our choices? Do let us know on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at at GearOrion and Orion underscore Gear respectively. Dave, uh, you like to social media, don't you? Uh, where can they find you doing all that social media shit? They can always find me at virtualdave26 on Instagram or on Twitter, which I keep forgetting to do stuff on. But yes, that's where you'll find me. Excellent. And you'll be able to find my list there. Oh yes, your and yeah, your and your Nenderoids list as well. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, talking of excellence, you, our listeners, have exhibited that in spades. This rounds out year two of our little podcast, and listener numbers are up. We've had a great time meeting some of you at TFN, and we hope to meet more. So thank you for all your support. It's been amazing. Dave, would you like to say a few words? Um, Yeah, um, just as you said, like meeting all the people from TFN, doing that event, and meeting people in person... People have started to notice us a bit more on social media. Mm-hmm. We get tagged in certain things. People have dropped out even recently. TFN highlighted one of the pictures me and Virtual Amy were in. Very nice, very lovely. Um, and getting to know that, you know, putting faces to virtual avatars or mm-hmm. names as well. Yeah. You know, getting, I had one guy come up to me at TFN who I've spoken to and stolen memes from on Facebook for many years. It's like, I didn't recognise who he was. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, hi, Dave. His name is actually Dave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it was, it was brilliant. And, uh, yeah, and you've, you've been the, uh, the the perfect foil to me as a co-host. It's been, been a great time. Thank you very much. Thanks, man. <laughs> so, yes, thanks to everybody. Please do keep it up. Uh, keep liking, subscribing, sharing, and so on. We really appreciate it. And you know what? There is a Patreon too, where you can get extra special bonus content and so on for a measly pound a month. 
find that at www.patreon.com slash argmyoptics. Don't forget the double A. And that's it. That's it. That's our uh, year in review. Thank you for listening, and please join us again next time on... Argmyoptics! Argmyoptics!